0: I see the crystal raindrops fall, and the beauty of it all is when the sun comes shining through to make those rainbows in my mind when I think of you sometime, and I wanna spend some time with you.
1: Just the two of us. We can make it if we try just two of us. Hey everybody, it's the Boy Howdy Podcast. I'm Annie. I'm Bill. And this is the episode for Friday, July. What's it say on my Lego calendar?
2: The 29th.
1: Okay. 29th? Is it still June? June! On your calendar? Did you say July? Did I say June? Oh, it is June. It's going to be July, don't It's, it's going to be it's July, July 4th
2: uh, on Thursday.
1: Yeah. Dude, oh, we got to throw one. Oh,
2: we up. can't record next Thursday. What are we going to do? Oh, that's a good point. Oh, uh, we'll figure it out. Why don't we record on the 4th? We could, as a bombast, we could live tweet the fireworks. Uh-huh. Talk about, we could describe to the people on the podcast. Sure. That
1: was a good firework. Actually, you know what? I could come and record during the day.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Do, oh, Because I bother? have the day off, yeah. I oh, have. Yeah, but you forgot what you're doing. Yeah.
1: Anyway, hey, I'm having an early barbecue
2: on Saturday, so br- well, br- 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 actually, it's more of a barbecue to celebrate the fact that the country is a little bit more gay-friendly this
1: week. That's right, country's a little bit. We hate to talk about politics. Uh-huh. On the boy like had a Said yes, homo, just a little bit. Yes. Yeah, homo. no, this whole totally yay gay party. Yeah. Fuck
2: yeah! yeah! I totally forgot, but then I forgot, like, a lot of people are barbecuing this weekend because it's the weekend before the 4th. Yeah. That sucks. I hate it when 4th of July is in the middle of the week. That sucks balls.
1: Why? Because
2: uh, you want to celebrate you can't on the be, 4th.
1: You can't be free on the... Uh, you can only be free during but the weekends. At least if it
2: were on a Friday, it'd be, like, a 3-day weekend. Yeah. That is but true. yeah, so, uh, here in the States, and we, we have a lot of listeners from the UK. That's but true. But here in the States... Well, the Supreme Court said something about,
1: like, "Eh, it's okay. -er." A little bit more to me. The Supreme Court found the Defense of Marriage Act to be unconstitutional. Yeah. Which basically means that the federal government decided they could not supersede state rights. Yeah. So if the states decided that gay marriage is okay, then the federal government has to acknowledge it. Yeah. Which means that if my wife and I go get married somewhere, theoretically, it'll be easier for us to file our taxes. Because right now, as domestically partnered people, we have to, we have uh, Oregon recognizes us as single. That's the one thing we we'll are playing Last of Us. I'm like, ah, no taxes.
2: <laughs> what a wonderful world. So
1: yeah. t- I had to fill out my Oregon taxes as a couple... And then again, single to apply to my federal, and then I would fill out federal as a couple to apply to my Oregon. If, and you, had then ga- if you had normal marriage single. rights,
2: though, this wouldn't be an issue. Oh you no, just I file just filed jointly, jointly yeah.
1: both ways instead Jesus of Christ. I'd make two fake. Oh, I'm sorry, French. You should move to Europe, I'd...
2: just for tax purposes. All my problems <laughs> will
1: be solved. You're right, Bill. I should move to Greece. They love uh, gays. problem you up. solved. There
2: Wait,
1: we what go. What happens
2: in Greece? Are they gay friendly?
1: Have you not heard? Have you not heard what's been going on in Greece? No, I not It's actually been really terrible. They've been rounding up transsexuals, prostitutes, homosexuals. What? Yeah, have you not heard about they this? They invented the gay sex, the gay wrestling. How are they the ones to be getting all holly toity about well, they're, they're the ones with the goddamn naked statues their economy the economy is in this tank, and they Yeah, think that supposedly,
2: by... like, I, I was reading... A, it's funny that I know about this part, but I don't know about the actual socio-political bullshit. But yeah, supposedly, um... Um tourism for whatever reason the country oh i think it's maybe because of like things like protests in turkey and stuff like that Uh, the tourism's tank that's part of the reason why they're
1: doing all this bullshit is that they're making trying to make the country more um uh friendly to tourists wants
2: to go to greece move from greece
1: actually know what my bot my former boss is part of the problem she went to greece last summer
2: really
1: she said she loved it it's also cheap there i'm like yeah because they're on the verge of economic collapse
2: europe's mexico
1: (laughs) 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 right wow am i wrong Anyway, so, yes, Ah! the world became... America became slightly less shitty for gays. Also, the other big political thing that that happened this week was an amazing moment in Texas politics. It's all fucked up again, but uh, on Tuesday... uh, uh, senator Wendy Davis, who's actually the senator for my home district back in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, she filibustered for twelve hours attempting to block an abortion Close ban. To
2: Thirteen, yeah. Yeah,
1: she. Um, they got her. Apparently, on... they were trying to
2: shut down all Planned Parenthood bullshit.
1: Oh well, basically, what they did was the the and there was more to it, but essentially, but
2: yeah. Oh, that was the gist of it, though. You yeah. you
1: could not ha- have an b- abortion center unless it had met certain surgical standards, which effectively meant all but like. Eight. Which is not
2: a bad idea a- as
1: long as you're being uh-huh. fair about. I mean, yeah. you
2: want it's a medical clinic where people are having surgeries. Bil- no, I'm not saying they're right, but I'm just saying in a perfect world, yeah, that makes sense. But this is obviously being used as a tool just to uh-huh. shut down all this. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, like their standards are like you, you, you like your patient has. Has to never have tasted the, the delicious taste of Lucky Charms, otherwise they're exempt from the surgery. Or something so like she
1: that. filibustered for twelve hours, got knocked out on a technicality. Yeah, and oh, was... I saw that because she wandered off topic. Which that must be a bitch. She bis- did not. with an uh, with. She did. Well, not. that's
2: what she got accused of.
1: Well, yes. Yeah, so this is this great. Is the least... So it was all parliamentary procedure, yeah. really obscure. I watched it because it felt it was in Portland. It was really hard. Mm to follow because they were really digging into the obscurities of parliamentary procedure because everyone was either trying to dig in or dig them out and uh but anyway great another senator named uh watson continued filibustering and argued against her dismissal and but the best part was 10 minutes to midnight at midnight let those people in you can go and observe. You, there are galleries. Oh, because I could,
2: you could, like, like I wondered why I took a poop and I came back and suddenly everyone was there. There were gallery. people
1: there the whole time. Oh, really? Because I could hear that yeah. distance. Oh, you couldn't it hear it very much because they weren't loud enough. They were so uh, loud at the end there that the microphone's They started up. getting old. Let me finish my story. God. Yeah. Damn it, This Bill. is what happens when you tell stories by campfire. It's an interactive experience. Uh-huh, yeah. This is kind of like an adventure role-playing Bill, what game I'm right trying now. to say is that you are two minutes away from my <laughs> hook being left bedded in your hand. Bill
2: makes for the worst dialogue, Trees. So,
1: uh, about ten minutes to midnight. The, basically, she was filibustering and attempting to get to midnight, at which point um, the issue would be deferred. Yeah. Uh, because 10 it, yeah, minutes... they had to,
2: they had to rule on that that date. Yeah, so midnight everything turns into a pumpkin. Ten
1: minutes to midnight. A senator from Texas and I'm blanking on her name now. Her father's funeral was that morning, yeah. and she still came in and fought this fight. Uh, Ten minutes to midnight. This one female senator stood up and she brought up some other point of parliamentary procedure. Basically said like I had called for X, and you cannot call a vote until you until we deal with my call for X. Oh, interesting. And the president said. Um, I did not hear you. Your call for X was not acknowledged. We're calling the vote. And she basically was like, well, I said it, blah, blah, blah. I said it, I said it, I did not hear you. I said it, I did not hear you. And she wow. said, I cannot remember what exactly she said word for word. You missed this? This is like something out of a I movie. Was, I was pooping. This is like something out of a fucking movie, Bill. She's, I can't remember exactly what she said word for word, but um, uh, essentially she said, can you please explain to me how loudly... A female senator has to speak to be heard by a male senator. Wow. Fucking everyone lost their shit. I've never heard a roar like that in my life. It was like something out of a movie. I got goosebumps, and it got so loud uh-huh. and so riotous totally that they ran down the last ten minutes of the clock just because there was so much I noise. Came the back senators right at midnight
2: when like the when like everyone was the phone, like okay they but like when everyone was the like okay yeah it's not passed and they were still trying to.
1: It was so loud. Yeah. What was really funny is one of the senators, and again I'm I'm missing the context, said something around uh, along lines of I couldn't voice my opinion because I was drowned out by the voice of the people. <laughs> and I'm like, that is the most beautiful, <gasps> shitty thing I've ever heard anyone well, say in my entire Well, they wound up holding the vote, but it was like three mm. minutes after midnight. Yeah. And they changed the logs online. Yeah, well, they changed them on the official logs to say that it had been before midnight. They tried to say it was disrupted, by the people, by everyone shouting, it was disrupted. So therefore, it's still counted, which was bullshit. Because basically, they've been pulling out technicality after technicality, trying to shut her down, yeah. and then tried to ignore all laws when uh, they were trying. to... Get you the can't way. have
2: it both ways. If it you're going to try to cheat the system, yeah, especially with the cameras on.
1: Uh, yeah, like, it's
2: It's like half these yeah. guys didn't even realize like this shit is being broadcast. You can't fudge yeah. this. You're not like in the fucking.
1: There dark were two hundred fifty thousand people watching the oh, live stream. I was watching. So anyway, yeah, that got.
2: That anti-abortion shit got fucked up, but then well, it Rick was Perry it was originally was all governor. Yeah, it
1: was, uh, it was. It was decided that vote. it did not pass. But Monday, yeah, uh, Governor Perry, who is a tremendous douchebag, <laughs> who has had almost 300 people executed on his watch, yet somehow yeah, is well, pro-life. The
2: pro 500th life. person got executed this week. They said, yeah, yeah.
1: So anyway, uh, oh,
2: because he says Texans value life. That's yep. his thing. I value life.
1: So anyway, I'm they're they're, I, they're calling another uh, special session on Monday, and it's probably going to get pushed through. So, Texas, y'all. Texas, you know y'all. what, dude? It takes a lot That's of Texas. It takes Texas. a lot of hutzpah to be a liberal Texan because most people just get up and leave. You know the movie and, and I am Dagger* was filmed in Texas. Incredibly proud of people who stand up and voice their opinion because it is yeah. hard to be a dissenting opinion in for in, in Texas. Fort Worth is a more liberal town as is Austin, but still, and I love it's Texas. Texas. I love Texas. Do not get me wrong, but it is a hard place to voice a dissenting opinion. Also, King and the Hilton place in Texas
2: trying to keep this entertainment oriented. What video games take place in Texas? None. Because everyone did, did any Red Dead take place in Texas? No. Oh, okay. Where
1: did it take place? I don't they don't I think they don't think it actually identified the territory that it took place in.
2: Uh Did you see Grumpy Turtle front of the podcast Grumpy Turtles trying to get you to play Red Dead multiplayer next week? Yes. since Oh
1: you're going to have the whole week off next week. Not the whole week. I, uh, A decent chunk of it. I'm going to have Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off.
2: So you bought the World of Warcraft for 30 bucks right? No. All of it? No. Missed... Come on you
1: Panda. No,
2: ah, uh-huh. it's still I'm be an eight-year-old <laughs> bullshit RPG, <laughs> online RPG. No, but anyways, yeah, Texas. Ugh, but at least the rest of the country federally, federally, that's a big damn
1: deal. That's, that's a big deal. not nothing. Well, I mean, this is crazy. I'm pretty. I mean, it obviously, just happened, and who knows? But my wife and I have not gotten married in any states where it's legal, even though Washington is not very far away. Just because why? Why bother? It's yeah. symbolic. I've already married my wife. She's my wife. I don't care. Um. We were going to have, we were going to get married when Oregon has gay marriage because then there'd be something to celebrate beyond just our love. Yeah. Um, but now there are, the government will maybe, it sounds like, legally acknowledge our, that wedding. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. Why not? I want fucking legal rights. Of course. That's why I got domestically partnered here in Oregon. It's all about them rights, baby. I kind of want to be able to, you know, take care of her when she's in the hospital and maybe if I croak, she gets my stuff. You know, okay. these are just the tiny little things that I maybe want to have. So, yeah, why not? Okay, I agree. <laughs> Concurred. Hey Bill, what'd you do this week? What I you... do? What the hell? What did you do?
2: I have a whole big list of stuff. What did you do? Oh, t- wait. Then Annie opens about to talk. What did you do? What
1: were you gonna say, Bill? Now I have to know. Oh, two
2: weeks ago, I went to a uh, friend of the podcast uh Cannonheart. he invited me to the pirate night at the space room mm-hmm. that was cool uh there's a group called pdxr yeah that does pirate stuff and they get together and they converse uh well they congregate at a local bar called the space room that's actually literally like two doors down yeah when bill says
1: local he means very local seriously
2: i didn't even have to put on shoes to wander over there i could have just like yeah fuck, got in my fucking ass flat pajamas and just walked over there
1: and uh yeah they, they sang some songs i
2: was in the middle of my big art deadline so i only can only stay for half an hour That's cool, they they, they were doing competing sea shanties with another gang of... Another gang of pirates had moved in and had taken (laughs) over their space at the space room. Yeah. And so they were, like, dueling uh, sea shanties to see who gets to keep the space. And I had to leave before I could see who won, but that was very cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. That's why. That's what'd an you excellent do? use of your evening, my friend. Yeah, it was that uh, was geeky. Oh, what did you do this week? Oh God, what did I do this week? <laughs> really, mostly what I did was play Last of Us since we last spoke.
2: Yeah, no, I mo- most of, well, we skipped last week because Annie was doing work and stuff like that. Yeah. which it, it was. It, it works out because all we would have had to talk about was like, oh, I'm halfway through with Last yeah. of Us, and then we wouldn't be able to talk about us. Be playing Last of Us because we would have spoiled each other. And
1: yeah, yeah. So the one thing I did last week was um uh along with my friend Carla we went to go see the mummy exhibit that's at uh, oh yeah the umzi the organism museum Wait, how of Science did I not hear Industry. about mummies in town is it good it's been going on for like a month dude it's really, really? cool is it it's mummy actually really movie interesting actual
2: real mummies it's like
1: 20 mummies dude it... i saw a 6500 year old Peruvian mummy motherfucker no shit. yeah it's actually really cool cuz they have all sorts of different mummies and they have a uh, they explain oh, like shit, the of, this. they explain like the different types of mummification and they have like examples of oh, animals that have it. been naturally mummified which is funny you're not they a big have a Egyptian mummified nerd. fish
2: oh yeah
1: oh. It's fucking intense man yeah no it's cool what's really interesting is that the bulk of the mummies are from this one thing called the german mummy project huh? which were these mummies that were found in a vault of a german museum like 20 years ago. are Egyptian mummies or just mummies yeah. in general? no, they're, well, they are all sorts of mummies. There are a lot of Egyptian mummies, but they're all the are they just the bodies or with the
2: sarcophaguses and all stuff All sorts too? of stuff.
1: Well, the whole thing is that they were found recently enough that they were able to do scans of them rather Jesus. than opening them up. Oh, okay, very good. Cool. So it's yeah. actually kind of cool. Like, there's one mummy there. Mm-hmm. I think she's Like, at, non-invasive actually... MRIs. And exactly. And then oh. they show those scans. Oh, that is awesome! How it's especially... really great. Wait, when does that- I'm it, it just opened not that long ago. Oh, okay. So, okay. You said it was yeah. like a month
2: ago. I was afraid I already missed. Like, no. maybe it was going to like it, stop this it, it opened
1: this month. So, it'll be there for a while. It's like 20 bucks. It ain't cheap. Eh. But it's a lot of cool mummies. Actually, my favorite mummy there were actually these two... Um, mummies, mummies of the world that's what it's called these two mummies that oh, had naturally yeah. mummified in these catacombs in or excuse me in these the family crypts of this German castle
2: yeah
1: and what, what? was really cool is that the the, they, the mummies were only like 500 years old they were so what's interesting is that since they were in a crypt of this castle that is still occupied by their descendants um, and they're Christians. When they sh- they allowed these, the family allowed the mummies to be shown, but they required that a cotton thing be draped, like a little cloth, be draped oh, over their genitals. Bits? Yeah, so they weren't exposed. And the Catholic or just Christian in general. Well, I presume like, Christian, yeah. of some sort. Anyway, but what's what really cool hilarious. is that he, the the Baron, was wearing was uh, buried in brand new leather boots. And so he's all mummified, but these boots are perfectly like brand new attached. for the time for like yeah. five hundred years ago. Yeah. Oh, Okay, yeah. So these five hundred year olds never worn. Oh, that's fucking awesome! Leather boots—they're so still on his feet. How close can you get to the mummies? Are they super like... close, dude? They're in—they're in cages, but I'm like five in, inches away. Okay, because back in Pittsburgh,
2: they got actually before I left, they got a very cool permanent Egyptology exhibit. They did a really good job of. Uh, putting all the mummies and all this stuff in very small glass cases, mm-hmm. which are still big enough, you know, for whatever it has to fit, but, like, meant you can get really close. It wasn't like they were behind, like, three feet of glass yeah. and with, like, four feet between you and the mummy. Dude, you can
1: be six inches away from a 6000 year Exactly, mummy. yeah, that's
2: what I'm talking about. Oh, that is fucking awesome. That's pretty cool. Shit, I it. really cool. Oh, fuck. Do they allow cameras? No. Oh, no cameras. Okay. That sucked. That sucked. Because I'm in the I, like I'm in the market to try to get like a new iPhone Touch or something like that, and part of the appeal is like, oh, I finally get a decent camera.
1: Dude, it's a terrible camera. That's not bad to say it, it is the worst I don't think camera. I can whip out an Instagram in it a heartbeat. Let's worst put that way. Camera bill. It's I better have than what I got. No, it is not. I have seen photos taken by your camera. It is better than the touch.
2: Bill, Bill,
1: it is a terrible camera. Uh, Is there a book? That was literally the logic I had to remind her. Is there a book about the mummies there? There was. Like a souvenir book?
2: Yes, Yes, I gotta go. I love that shit. There was. When they had the Japanese uh, floating world exhibit here in Portland like uh, a year and a half ago. I mean, the exhibit itself was great, but I love getting the catalog at the end. as like a... A souvenir, I fucking love that shit. So, is there a mummy too? Because I know it's an OMSI and sometimes OMSI has like the big IMAX movies. There's not an IMAX mummy no. movie. it's just oh, just the exhibit. Just the
1: exhibit. I have to go. It's pretty. You would. It'd be right up your alley, Bill. Yeah. The one thing that was hilarious about it was that. You know these these goddamn museum exhibitions—they're big money-making enterprises. There's yeah. all this razzle dazzle associated with it, and in all the copy, they kept referring to people who research mummies as mummyologists. Tm. Oh, oh my god! Swear to Christ! Oh,
2: sounds like a crummy business. Like they're like little brand of this yeah. exhibit of what. they're... Well,
1: totally. You I can't mean, just every archaeologist. No, mummyologist, Bill. Jesus Christ. Mummyologist.
2: <laughs> oh, speaking of mummyologists, did you see me tweet about this online? I did. This is a GameStop receipt I found from 2008. It was in my wallet because I had to clear out my wallet because I got new uh, credit cards this week. But uh, yeah, I deposit. This is when I put down uh, deposits for uh, pre-orders for Burnout Paradise, Mario Kart, Metal Gear Solid 4. I guess just mm-hmm. funny because I bought that. I never played it. I, I, I think I lent it to you and Joshin, That was it. Um, Fallout 3 and Brutal Legend. Wow. Yeah, all in one receipt. A. you know
1: when i pre-ordered brutal legend i also stuck the receipt in my uh, wallet and when i went to go pick up my copy they had lost my record oh, really? and it's only because i hadn't cleaned out my wallet for three years oh, and i had that receipt yeah. in there that i was like you motherfuckers yeah, look that was a
2: tortured history of, of yeah. that game actually coming out so yeah, yeah this is march 1st 2008 i, I bought that that's pretty funny bill that's a long time ago it's only oh it's only five that's only five years ago yeah, 2008. That's a long time ago. Fallout 3! I know! I'm could could go back in time. And it's like, Fallout oh, awesome. You get to play in Pittsburgh. It's another post-apocalyptic game. There you go. Or I could play in Pittsburgh with Fallout there 3. There you go, my friend. This is a new hot thing. Hey, We're Bill. showing Devastated Pittsburgh. Bill, what would you do this week? What else did I do? I watched Hannibal. Hannibal. Do you Hannibal? I
1: just... I had been behind Hannibal, like, three episodes behind because I was so busy watching The Last... Or playing The Last of Us. Yeah. So, yeah, my wife and I caught up last night.
2: There's a there. friend
1: pointed out spoilers that for
2: Hannibal uh, season finale a,
1: a, fr- a friend pointed out that uh, a friend of the podcast Kate Craig pointed out that she felt that Hannibal really was the spiritual successor to the X-Files and once she pointed that out I totally feel it there's something about the tone of the show and the Ms. way well
2: even there's even the credits where like it'll, sh- it'll show no- which new city you're at and it'll have a little type thing at the bottom of Baltimore, Maryland and yeah. it types out even there. but there's something about eh. the tone and the way Didn't, the characters did speak did ever write for the X-Files? No.
1: Okay. No. No. Yeah. But uh About how yeah. you're trying to
2: slash fake the two main characters uh, all the well, time. Of course.
1: Yeah. Uh but yeah, no, it's uh just it was good shit, man. Carolyn yeah. yeah. Vernon needs to win some sort of fucking award she was fucking amazing. As is Julian Anderson. They got no statue. What did she do? Oh that's right, she, she breaks down because she finds out why does she get sad? Because she gets really fucking sad, sad. Bill. Because she's been emotionally involved with Will Graham the whole time. Oh no,
2: sorry, because Will Graham. Oh, that's right. Oh, he
1: gets accused of the murder. Hey, everybody. Bill is a sociopath, by the way. (laughs) And also has face blindness. I remember what the plot of Uh that episode was. uh Yeah.
2: (laughs) That is. I'm just saying. I'm glad Arrested Development took the streets to put a name to this facial.
1: Hannibal also did, dude. Wait. Really? They had an episode. You know the creepy lady uh, with the skin falling right. off? Is that, wait, is
2: that a real thing, facial blindness? It, it, what yes. if it's not facial blindness and I just don't care about oh, you it? You're just an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I yeah. don't care. That's kind of what I think every time I hear about it. It's like, when you're a racist and you can't tell black people apart, it's not like you got facial blindness. You're just an asshole. <laughs> um. Wait, what else do you do, Bill? So weird when he didn't have a face in that episode. I, that was but pretty yeah, cool. so what happened in Hannibal is. Uh, man,
1: the way they did the shrike, the stag, the ma- stag man, that was fucked. Was that, that actually Hannibal in, in makeup? No, it was not. But this is fucking great. The woman's really thing really great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and so then, good. like.
2: The so like, goat shoots good. the guy, and the stuff happens.
1: Oh, yeah, and the, she does cry in, yeah in the thing. Yeah, she does She though. cries
2: bad, man. She cries bad. I she was gets, watching that episode. Well, of-
1: Carolyn DeVernon gives really good mad. Yeah. Like, she gives good mad. She's done that the whole so show. She has such small eyes. You wouldn't think she'd be so good at crying I hate you so much Jesus she does. Christ I don't, she doesn't
2: have like abnormally tiny eyes she just has <laughs> eyes that's just a step backwards from what they should be yeah <laughs> I'm just saying you're just upset with me because you know it's right not that I'm gloating yes, Bill. but it is like once you kind of look at it you're like yeah she does have kind of slightly strange. I will, I will give you this one Bill <laughs> yeah. I will give you this one
1: Foley pulled up the website and she saw your graphic of Michelle Rodriguez and Godzilla and she was like god damn it he's right yeah, <laughs> he's outside yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's got Godzilla so Foley agrees with that one but I'm disagreeing with the tiny eyeball thing so X-Files knows about Hannibal yes how much did they? That, the application the is watch a it lot. again, because
2: that flew over my head because she all she does is say she just says that um, they're getting close like they'll figure they're it close, out. Getting close, they know your they know your plan. Dude, the way Not she plant, ate, oh she they're, they're catching, they know your, they're, pattern. your
1: pattern. Yeah, and then
2: she even then she's like, oh, this tastes like veal. That's
1: controversial. And then she smiles and
2: goes,
1: this was a little care. Yeah, and Bill, they they, they they she spells out that that Hannibal was complicit in the the killing the. Uh, the uh not client the patient who attacked her yeah so yeah she knows oh 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 they
2: would have a history I did put yeah. two and two together yeah see I just watch it and I just masturbate to all the violence and I'm not paying attention <laughs> to any people stuff.
1: <laughs> but with my facial blindness It's hard for me to
2: tell who's <laughs> killing you And I just get off on the You don't blood. even know
1: who you're masturbating to anymore <laughs> exactly. Good job Bill good yeah, job. No,
2: I'm glad that's coming back for another season I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do next season So well that's the other thing is Man if you don't care about Hannibal I'm sorry for you boring your ass off But you, know, you should be watching oh, Hannibal it's good Also time. in the most but. recent
1: episode They completed the uh, I realize the other X-Files analogy too Is that this show has lone gunmen because they've got the three forensic techs.
2: Oh, that's true, too. That's yep. a good point, yeah.
1: <laughs> one of whom um, has a crush on one of the protagonists. So does so
2: Will... So Will knows about... At least he knows Hannibal's fucked up. Are you kidding me? Bill, did you actually watch this television show? But he does! What? she said. Does Gillian Anderson know? <laughs> does Will know? It's been a long week. <laughs> Ever since Microsoft reversed their Xbox One shit... You barely could understand else, anything. Yeah, my bandwidth got shut down. There you go. uh, no, but, like so he does I, I mean obviously he doesn't yes, realize Bill. that like the dude's a cannibal and stuff like that but at least there's a flash of a moment where he understands what's going on with with Hannibal
1: well yes although Will's he's so fucked flash. up
2: they could easily walk that back by saying he had amnesia or he fell down or forgot about it or something like that
1: <laughs> but I'm just saying that's like
2: If if he wakes up in the first uh, episode of the next season, he wakes up and goes, Bill, he said for the first time, I have a moment of clarity, Bill. Yeah, what was that clarity? That
1: he figured out that Hannibal was the copycat killer. Bill, did you watch this? Oh, is that what he said? He only thinks he's the (sighs) the copycat killer? Yes. Well, who's the real killer? Bill...
2: No, well, who does he think? We know so, he's the original killer. All along. Oh, God, I
1: need to read the book. This is a TV show about <laughs> people who investigate serial killers. And along <laughs> the way, <laughs> Hannibal Lecter has been killing people and pretending it was those yeah. serial killers. I.e. being a copycat. Oh, no, so the Will, original idea
2: is the original killer is the dude, is is is, is the veal's dad, right? Yeah. <laughs> What? You need to watch the... <laughs> oh, man, I should write the Hannibal episode, guys.
1: What? <laughs> Why would to do this podcast with we you. Be doing Why? When the DVD Why? comes out, we need
2: to do episode specific commentaries and send them One to of these Brian World. episode's Fuller.
1: Bill, it's just going to be I'm going to take this USB cable and I'm just going to strangle you with it. It's just going to be dead silence oh, God. as I just sit there and go, ah. I need also.
2: Well, I also missed the first couple episodes. Oh. It was funny, right before the last episode aired, I went upstairs. My housemates had just started watching the pilot episode because they decided, well, yeah. let's get into this. It- they hated it. Oh But yeah. I, because I had missed the first I give, episodes, I'll give anybody that, that was the first time I had seen the pilot, yeah. which is funny because the whole last episode of the season is told mirror of the pilot. Yeah, And I'm glad I'd seen that because like, the whole like confrontation in the dude's kitchen and all this stuff, yeah. I would have been cool, like, what the hell's going on? Like this, this
1: show is really good at layering that shit in.
2: Um, yeah, it was really just a novel for television, essentially. Yeah, it's really good. And did you see who they're trying to uh, cast as uh, Hannibal's uh, uncle next season? No. David Bowie. I don't know if David Bowie is supposed to be evil or what.
1: Yeah! Oh, man, David Bowie is Mads Mikkelsen's uncle. I'd do yeah! that. Oh, there's the other thing I did this week. Uh, I saw the Danish
2: Affair movie with Mads Mikkelsen oh, on a Netflix. Oh, Royal Affair?
1: Yeah. yeah. I started watch, like, 30 minutes of that, and then oh, I yeah, got distracted. Oh, you don't kill people. <laughs> no, no, I had Logram, trouble. What's the point? Actually, um, a podcast, a friend of the podcast Mirby was talking. Yeah, to me about Yeah, nearby pointed that. this out. Yeah, yeah. On she she desk. was like, "Hey, yeah, I had trouble watching it because it's hard for me to view Mads Mickelson as a sex object, which is true. I do not want to see him be romantically involved with in anyone. <laughs> he's just a except weirdo. for Bill Graham. No, on yeah. I oh, disagree. No, have, that one. You can't treat him like no, he's an they, asexual monster. Brian Fuller has said that next season Hannibal will get a love interest. Uh oh. Yeah,
2: it's gonna be his own feet. It's gonna be something that's just like it's gonna be a stag in the forest. That I mean that the and then he has sex with the stag and that makes a stag person makes the Wendigo. And that season three is well, hey Bill and Hannibal have to fight hey the Bill.
1: Wendigo. Hey Bill, what else should you do? Oh, um, what yeah. you do?
2: So oh, so I can't talk about this affair movie.
1: It do, oh it's, Bill, things do not tell end me well. About the royal affair. I actually what I saw of it I really liked. I thought it was really kind of beautifully done. No, it's really pretty. And
2: um, it is weird to see what's his name actually speaking with his original Danish accent. But
1: he you still acts exactly in, the
2: same. In the language. I, I'm just realized his
1: accent builds <laughs> a foreign fiddle. You know what
2: I mean? what it's that guy he really does have one acting mode He just kind of stares at you and moves his lips
1: dude i disagree really have you ever seen i mean okay so now you've seen two things of have you well, seen uh, things, valhalla rising no oh he's in that he's really What's he's he the do? protagonist in valhalla rising he's he plays one eye it's actually really great he's the best part of that movie i'll have to see that that movie is terribly bullshitty but it's he's really getting it really wow. good. if you want to see him brutally beat the shit out of people you should watch valhalla rising um. What else? Call? No, Bill. Okay. I was turning my phone to vibrate. Okay. I'm so mad at you. Today. Oh, I saw the Oz movie. I'm today. really pissed off at you. Because I was. I, we
2: already started on Twitter I, <laughs> with me antagonizing uh, you. What was
1: I antagonizing you about on you Twitter? You were making all sorts of fucking porn jokes, and I had to unfollow you. I unfollowed you. What were the
2: porn jokes?
1: I don't even want to br- pull it Oh, up I saw the Last of Us. See, no. <laughs> hey, Bill, That's you watched Twitter the odd, Oz movie, huh? That's terrible. Hey, Bill. Yeah. Is Rachel Weiss beautiful though? I
2: forgot Rachel Weiss. She's in it.
1: <laughs> Shows up for 2 minutes.
2: She really is only in the movie for 2 minutes. Aww. Mila Kunis is in it. I should get you and Dylan together because you got a crush on Rachel Weiss, Dylan's got a crush on Mila Kunis and you guys I don't both just not kind of... have a
1: crush on Ma- Mia Kunis. She's hot,
2: dude. Oh, I can't even talk about this movie without spoiling it because there are spoilers.
1: Well, I know that Mia Kunis is actually the wicked Spo- witch. Oh, I... <laughs> <No>! <laughs> that came out came out well also if you find if out you what her to if you trailer, know about the Oz
2: books you yeah. know like as soon as they say her name you're like oh shit she's, she's wearing the hat well yeah it's funny because yeah, yeah she's if you you pay, when she turns into the witch you're like oh I see what they did there yeah. and then she's wearing like sexy leather goth boots and shit like that even before she changes man that movie it's rare that I could just come out and say this man that movie's fucked up misogynistic
1: oh yeah it's
2: fucked up well it's all about uh freezing geeks get sucked into a tornado <laughs> and goes to Oz yeah and then Scrubs has to help him. Wait, who Scrubs? Scrubs. Scrubs, the guy who's with the Kickstarter.
1: Oh, is he in that movie? He plays a monkey. <laughs> okay, continue. <That's laughs> he's like, actually go. he's what, he, he. I actually find Zach Braffin offensive. No, so.
2: Scrubs Monkey, along with this China Doll girl, mm-hmm. are the two best parts of the movie. The yeah. rest of the movie comes. <laughs> Isn't that balls.
1: not saying much
2: though? <laughs> I know exactly. No, but so so, so um so Freaking Geeks goes to Oz. Man, that motherfucker cannot act. This is a role that kind yeah. of requires him to be at least a little bit astonished. Like, I'm in Oz. This is a fucking weird place. There's crazy shit. I wish this was a video podcast just for your face. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to read I, that. I, I know That right there was already more acting this than. blank, <laughs> dead expression saying, this is Oz. But this is Oz. <laughs> My name is Oz. What a quinky dink. So he shows up, and for some reason, these three witches start fighting over him. It's, it's the Wicked Witch of the West, sexy lady. Who's mm-hmm. not Wicked Witch of the West yet. <laughs> but then her sexier sister, Rachel Weiss, who they already already took over Oz. Okay. And they're fighting Glenda the Good Witch, who's leading her rebellion, her um, Occupy Wall Street, to try to kick out the witches <laughs> out of the castle. And then they're all fighting over, but like, oh, but there's going to be this great wizard who shows up one day and liberates us from freedom, but then the evil witches are like, you could liberate us from evil, from the evil good witch, and the good witch is like, you could liberate us from the evil, evil, evil witches, and it's just like, all this shit, all these girls, like, fighting over this guy, who, he has no magic, he's a schmuck, he can't even act, but you got real witches who have real magic power that can actually do stuff, they're like, oh, I can't do anything if only... If only freaks and geeks were here to see this. I think just kind of fall yeah. down and take a nap, and yeah. like it's up to him to kind of move the plot forward And you're like, what yeah. the hell's going on in this movie? The plot yeah. doesn't make any sense. That's a bummer. Ladies of I mean,
1: agency you are good. You get
2: to see Rachel Weisz in a slinky, skin tight, sequin dress. Yeah. Totally, totally mix it up because she's got like little feather boas and shit dangling mm. off her. And she'd totally be like, "I'm mm. evil. I only had to be on set for three days." And then when Mila Kunis... Oh, so Mila Kunis turns into the uh, Wicked Witch of the West because she gets really heartbroken because Freaks and Geeks turns her down for dates. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. So she goes crazy. She turns sure. green. Uh-huh. Oh, her makeup looks terrible. It just yeah. looks like Mila Kunis in a Halloween costume. Yeah. She's like, I'm Eva. Blah, 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 blah. I'm half CGI now because when I fly, I, I don't want to get up on that wire rig. <laughs> and so, the, I mean, the cool thing is he does... Drive away the witches by using he he uses his uh, magic tricks you know because he doesn't have real magic so he has to trick the witches into being illusions Bill and so he hooks up with the god from a hudsucker proxy which guy from and some munchkers
1: Munchkers. (laughs) Munchkins? munchkins Bill munchkers are the ones that uh-huh.
2: munch the munchkers okay um uh, no the god from uh the black guy who's the god from the Hudsucker proxy i, I don't know anything else anyway you no, know, he drives out the witches by using magic tricks he invents the big smoky head thing that he scares dorothy in oh okay from the original movie that's sure. cool okay. no the coolest part of the movie is he visits a uh a town that's all made out of china doll people Mm-hmm. And he finds this uh, living girl doll who had her legs broken off, and he has to fix her with the Jesus. glue. Okay. it's kind of it's kind of sad and fucked up. Yeah, it's so the only thing in the movie that is kind of it's, it's 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 worth there being a new Oz movie. It feels yeah. like a, like a new Oz movie because this seems like a character that would exist from the Oz books. Yeah, and uh, he fixes her, and he ends up and she and uh, Scrubs Monkey become like his sidekick. Yeah, equivalent of the, of, the, of the the shitty wolf and the. <laughs> is <laughs> the other thing too they go out of their way to like try to mention like there's a scene where um uh, uh freaks and geeks gets attacked by a lion and and he scares the lion away and says you're cowardly lion i <laughs> mean shit like that there's another thing where like they they build scarecrows to attack the uh kingdom of oz and uh-huh. like the only scarecrow to survive is this one scarecrow that kind of wanders away whale by himself yeah and camera lingers on a little too much yeah. like brain yeah i know, you know exactly what do but yeah it's it's really you know what the weirdest thing about that movie is uh the fact that it's a sequel to it's trying really hard to be a c- sequel slash prequel to the mgm oz hmm. movie the original oz movie not so much just trying to uh adapt the books or anything like that but specifically trying to be a sequel to that movie mm-hmm. without they it's disney it's a different studio making the movie so right. they can't quite like like the witch isn't necessarily green in the books, but they made her green in this because that's what she wasn't. That's what everyone knows her from the original movie. But she right. has to be a slightly different shade of green and a slightly different design. Yeah, like the Munchkins are Are, are. this movie is Oz is like after Jim Henson died, everyone makes the joke about the wrong sounding Muppets. Yeah, this is the wrong sounding Oz. Yeah, Even aside from the basic story issues of Rachel Weiss and Mila yeah. Kunis being like, Oh my god, I can't get up because I'm a woman. I got a magic spell, but. Oh. Freaks Geeks help us up so we can fight each other. Uh-huh. But, yeah. This is way too much talk about this I mean, what else happened. You don't see Rachel Weiss's naked uh, normal what though. Okay. Oh, she getting a little bit thicker, though, too. She's... That's the thing with her wearing, a, like, a super skin-tight dress. Yeah. She's like a woman. <laughs> she's not like a she's, super mom. She's girl-shaped. She's got a little bit belly. You can, like, if yeah. you went out to her and, like, grabbed her belly and grabbed her back, like, a little bit of there. I love, I love Rachel
1: Weisz just because she's a normal <laughs> human being. I'm like You mention this every time we yeah. talk about Rachel Wise. It's amazing. I really hope Rachel Wise listens to this episode. pretty. <laughs> anyway. Rachel Wise, we're kind of horny for you because you look like <laughs> a person. You're very attainable. I want to lick your lights. So. Oh, what Bill, else? Bill, I like in the notes you said, Oz, the eh, and meh. <laughs> I have amazing. hated so much. Joke.
2: It's just like I said, the the, the the sexual dynamics are kind of bonkers. Yeah, it's that it's just it's just another attempt to cash in on the Alice in Wonderland.
1: Oh Tim yeah. Burning well, bullshit. dude, it's like it's not that's like kind of smart and it works cuz how much money do they make? They made the a shitload makes?
2: and they're going to make yeah. 30 and they're going to make a sequel. Yeah.
1: Dude, that's a no brainer. Yeah, you should see it just so you can see no, uh, a free... Uh, Scrub no. Monkey. Bill, I haven't made time to see movies I want to see. Why would I watch <laughs> that or shit? <laughs> I it twice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I have watched a lot of shitty movies Yeah, no and then that's if
2: for get, sure. If this was added and you would have seen it twice already. This is true. And, got, this is and made true. screen caps. That's true. Oh, and then I read Joyland. I finished Joyland yeah. this week. This new Stephen King book. Yeah. If you... Wait, have you ever actually tried to read a Stephen King book? Yes, I hate Stephen King. <laughs> this is another one where I would
1: recommend where uh-huh. it's... it's yeah. Well, if he right whore... differently, no. I hate his voice. Why? Why would I like it? I find his voice to be very accessible, and then I think it is amateurish and shitty. Oh. I do not like his voice Who's as a good writer. writer. I don't know. I like car- I like writers who seem smart. I don't know. D- Stephen King seems like he's just trying to write for the masses. Yeah, in the shittiest way. No, I, feel like no. I feel like he's writing down to me. No, I feel like he's writing down to me. Well, it is. It feels like a shitty movie. It feels like he's not trying to do anything. Well, I think it's because he's not necessarily a writer. Wait, which books of his did you try to read? I've tried. I'm a not, not trying of those to prove that books. you're wrong. I just didn't know. I tried to read a Dark Kingdom and some other Stephen King book, and I can't remember which one it was now. Dark but I feel like he. <laughs> no, that's fine because whatever what I've did already done that. I think fifteen what times. What I like, say?
2: Dark Kingdom. I'm like, okay, that would be a Stephen King book. That's yes, why. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I don't know. There, he, he's not interested in writing per se. He's interested in storytelling.
2: Okay, yeah. And, well no, he actually
1: even ta- he'll admit to that. Yeah, yeah. And so his actual writing it, to 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 treat the craft of writing yeah. so contemptuously, just so you can tell a story boom I'm done see that's fine I,
2: I totally respect your opinion I, 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 I love Stephen King even though I know a lot of what he writes is bullshit even yeah. his good books have l- I mean, big giant swaths of terrible them. shit well, in here's it. the
1: thing I will read a good writer telling a bad story okay. I have no problem with that but I will not read a a bad writer telling a good story eat your face so yeah. that's how I feel about Stephen King <sighs> He just doesn't care about language, Remember. but the difference is, is that he's written like five thousand books. Well, so... that's when
2: you're when you're just cranking out a book every two months. You're, yeah, you yeah, you don't have time to worry about yeah like, yeah bullshit yeah. But no, this is a good book just because it's not it's not even supposed to be a scary book. It's just yeah. like a little a guy's uh, slice of life growing up, uh, becoming and... a carny dude right. in this carnival. That's really I, it's a, it's a really small book. It's only like two hundred pages long. It's storyland. Um, nothing scary really happens. But there's some psychic magic little kid bullshit but aside from that it's okay I just want to throw it. I finished it <laughs> if you ever want to try to get back into Stephen King this would not nope. be the worst it, it's a very nope. quick read nope D- it doesn't turn into the dark tower where you're nope. not tra- traveling dark to other tower. dimensions and shit like that it's not like the dark kingdom either <laughs> where it's magic kingdom ruled by Rachel Weiss
1: <laughs> and a flood button I not friend who worked at both he, he he's a theater tech and so during off seasons he'll get he, he's worked at both office max and office depot enough times that he can't remember which is which he's working at at any time oh no so he'll just refer to it as office kingdom like two <laughs> customers like welcome to office kingdom <laughs> that was a good nbc miniseries <laughs> Too bad no Feel one watched it. my fantasy office au fan fiction office kingdom yeah Mm-hmm. That's no, 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 no! It's a mashup of, dirt... of Office and Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Is... Have you never seen Animal Kingdom? Which one was it? It was a really good Australian crime film. It came out a couple of years ago.
2: Really? It had
1: Butch Conan O'Brien in it. I can't
2: believe. No, Animal Kingdom is that the one we watched together when it had the lady matriarch?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Animal. Kingdom. Oh yeah, we
2: did watch that together. I don't
1: know if we watched it uh, together. I
2: can't believe that's no, we did because I remember you and I like laughing about it while watching because it was such a ridiculous movie.
1: I did not laugh I at I like, it. you're like,
2: oh, you didn't see this sort of super obscure <laughs> Australian crime no, paper movie? No. It was a really
1: acclaimed Australian crime movie. No, it got, no, movie, no, but it got Oscars. And stuff, yeah, but it like, got Oscars.
2: But it got like Australian
1: it got Oscars. Oscars.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Sean Beck, Baker. Oscars. Oscars. <laughs> I got Oscars it's for that
1: gasoline. My terrible, terrible, terrible Australian accent. Hello. Hey. So, oh. And the one more thing before we wrapped up, I finished
2: Mad. or I didn't finish Mad Men. Men Men finished on me. All over <laughs> my face.
1: Did you hear did everyone flipping out about Mad Men? I watched, Don Draper I lost his shit. Hershey thing. It was pretty great. Yeah. It was
2: pretty uh, good. Yeah, no, uh, Don Draper uh, ended its sixth and next to last season. Whenever it comes back next year. It will be let last season. Yeah, with Don Draper losing his shit, trying to pitch to Hershey, saying, hey, you should hire us, because I love Hershey so much, I'm going to have an emotional breakdown yep. in front of you Hershey people about how whores gave me chocolate. Yeah. It was the only sweet thing in my life. Yep. And then he got well after that episode or episode in the pitch room, he gets fired. And so he ends the episode being fired and his wife leaves him and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You better not fuck up with Hershey's <laughs> in the advertising kingdom. So that was Mad Men. Shit I did like
1: that that what's his butt use the phrase shit the bed. Yeah I love the phrase shit the bed. Oh that actor is
2: great too. I love Mad I I think if you watched Mad Men
1: you would at least like that character
2: guy. Uh huh. Yeah. But yeah. But I'm oh, no! watching oh, Mad Men's. I'd have to kill myself. Pe- uh, speaking of uh, uh, gender stuff, Peggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. President yeah. Bartlett's daughter. Yeah. She, be- she takes Don Draper's place, but she can been oh, to DNA. Oh, nice. The That's agency. awesome. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. So uh, there's a little bit of celebrate there.
1: So speaking of TV, I'm way behind on Adventure Time because I watch it on iTunes, and iTunes only shows up, it yeah. every other couple of weeks. But they had another. Have you hit. Keep forgetting, you're so behind on Adventure Time. Have you hit any of the Grables episodes? No. Fucking Grables are the best. I have a lot of people complaining about this Grables oh, episode. Oh, no. I, it, was my, it was my favorite episode of Adventure <laughs> Time of all time. Yeah. It actually was. What I happened? think it shot to the top of my Adventure Time list. Was there more puppy babies? It was really good. No, it was just ape shit, so apeshit balls to the wall weird. The Grables episodes were so good. Just, they just haven't.
2: They just tell whatever little baby stories. They They're want, like right? a bunch
1: of little short stories that are all connected by a theme, and you have to guess what the theme is.
2: Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's kind of cool.
1: Rabbles. It's so good. Aww. I can't. I cannot describe Rebels to, to you without sounding like a catch crazy up person.
2: on Adventure Time and Gravity Falls. I still need to watch Gravity Falls. Yeah. Have
1: you started? No. I mean, everyone speaks so highly of it, but I just can't bring myself to pay for it, and I don't pirate anything. Bill is losing his shit. I don't No, no, anything. no, 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 no.
2: I paid for the first season of Gravity Falls on iTunes. And then they cut the season in half. And so it's still oh, airing I hate the first that season. Bullshit. And so I'm like, maybe I might go looking for it in some internet dumpsters. Because <laughs> I'm, fi- I'm fine if they had said from the outset, like, you're only getting the first half yeah, of the season. sure. And yeah. then cutting me off and saying, no, no that's we're gonna, like... That's shitty. This made me want to sail the seas a little bit in terms of, like... <laughs> I'll get the rest of that season.
1: I can understand that.
2: I mean, if they could put it on DVD or something with extras, I'll buy it. And I, like, I'm not advocating torrents and your pirates, so I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. Dylan was over here, yeah. and she was, uh, we, I, I was working, but she was hanging out, and she was like, I'm bored. I want to play a game. And she was like, I want to play Monkey Island games. Do you have them? And I was like, nope. But then I went, click, 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 tick. And I found them in the dumpster. Yeah. And I was like, "Here, here's the, the Monkey Island games." And so,
1: did you I download VM? Hear...
2: Yeah, it was. It was. It came with the games. Nice. And so I got to hear her uh, play uh, Curse of Monkey Island all day. Nice.
1: I've read that. Like that. That game. A pirate. I was meant well, to song... be. Well, she was showing me. I'd never actually seen the game in motion before. Oh, it's I'm beautiful. aware of the first two games, before. but I didn't
2: realize it had like fully animated cutscenes and stuff. Hmm. I can't believe yeah. those games aren't like. You can't like. Can you get those on Steam already? Nope. That's fucking Well, you can get crazy. the first two. Well, I was trying to find them on Mac. Yeah. that's I don't know if they're on the Mac, Well, though. that's how I'd resort to the dumpster bullshit. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> do you have any interest
2: in buying a, a Ouya? No. Because supposedly the only reason people are buying that shit For is to as an emulator. Yeah. yeah, And they, you can actually buy them from Amazon.com right now. You get, two, okay. like, two-day shipping. No, it's I was kind of just... tempted. Because, man, you know what? Actually, more than anything else from uh, Nintendo 64 games. Oh yeah. Yeah, well supposedly you can also like link a PlayStation Three controller. And supposedly in the future you can link a PlayStation oh, that's four nice. controller. That's nice. And so you're not stuck with like you can actually like play real games with hmm. a real controller. That's pretty rad. Throwing it out there. I'm tempted to get one.
1: Yeah I just... just to see if if there were a legal way to do emulation, maybe.
2: <sighs> this is how we're gonna end this this segment, just but that's going yeah. I wish yeah wish we'd have to steal everything. Maybe, maybe. maybe. I just maybe.
1: refuse to steal anything anymore. It's Your dress just... looks pretty. Thank you, Bill That's not a dress It's, it's not a, a nice dress. shirt It's a shirt Well, it's a long shirt it It's looks really like a dress good radio here. talk I know Let's okay. talk about outfits Bill, I like the clothes you're wearing now that okay. I've seen you wear before like arguably the you last week. You should earlier today I was wearing Majora's Mask Oh, were you? Yeah Man, so in Animal Crossing So that's what I did last week I played a shit yeah, ton so of again, Animal Crossing I talking about Animal Crossing So much Animal Crossing mm-hmm. I bought my sister Animal Crossing I'm excited That's but very I played cool. uh, I'm Have sure you, I mentioned this Has she not started play yet, though? She has Smelly Town it's the name of our town. It's really funny because her objection was the same as my wife's objection, which is I don't want to be fucking mayor. I don't want to be mayor. Can you reject being mayor? No. Whoever is the first person to start playing
2: is mayor. That should be the like the f- that should be the warning label on the instruction booklet. You is- cannot
1: transfer mayorship.
2: Yeah. If you buy this game and you're like you're going to yeah. share this game with your kids, make sure that you're the mayor and like yeah. your- and ask your kids if whoever they whoever is the yeah. first
1: person oh, is the sucks. mayor. Yeah. Because you so- let
2: Foley be the first person to play your yeah, copy, I did- so she no. became mayor. Yeah.
1: And she we had to. Do Destroy our town so that, so that I can be mayor. It's bullshit. Easy. Whatever
2: you did though, your town looks awesome because I just visited you a couple I days ago. I love my town. My You've town got, like, is giant great.
1: Fruit farms and shit. It's, I dude, that's it's like all Valencia, I've done. Every time I got a fruit from a foreign land, I just oh took it God. and I planted it, and then whenever when it bore fruit, I then planted that. So yeah, I've got fucking forestry and shit up yeah, in that. You Bitch. got an actual wolf? I keep hitting your my microphone. I'm such a poor podcaster. <laughs> and, he's, and he's been tired all day. So yeah, no, it's I'm enjoying. The the hell out of it. It's pretty funny because my wife was really enjoying it. I got it because I thought fully would like it. Yeah. She did, but it's really funny is we got to this point and she's playing and playing and having a good time and contributing and all this, and then she gets a shark. She caught a shark, and I had already contributed is this since you remade the town. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had already contributed that shark to the aquarium. Mm-hmm. And so I go, you know, Foley, you can just drop things in your house and then they're in a tank. Oh, yeah. And so she did. She went to her... Because she had not spent any money expanding her house. So It's a tiny little house that literally has room for oh, the she bed a- that her mom mailed her in a letter and her shark. And that's it. So she just laid on the bed and looked at the shark and was like, this is perfect. Perfect. <laughs> that's all she and needs. she not played she yet. the game, yeah. She's not played yet since. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. She got her shark. Did she actually have an, ha- an actual house or is she still living in her tent? She has a house. Oh, okay. She yeah. got that far. She yeah. paid off her tent.
2: Did you see like how you can start expanding your house? Like yeah. you can get multiple rooms.
1: That that was in the last time no, but like I paid. before
2: you can get like an attic and a basement, but now oh. like on the ground floor you can expand like outwards. Oh out no, for, like six rooms in your wow. house. Wow, no, that's crazy. Yeah, I I just got a back room on my first floor. I just got that expansion. Wow, and also uh, the monkey guy who runs the train depot yelled at me because he wants a new train station.
1: So oh really? I'm funding that now, yeah. Oh nice. Yeah, all I've done is uh, Club 101 opens. Yeah, so I'm really excited Did on you talk Saturday to night. Yes. Yeah. On Saturday night, I actually have a party I'm going to go to, but I'm yeah. also going to go here. K.K. Slider. You that's know what? So you should you should
2: open up your town and have people come in because, oh, well, this is what, you know what? I, last Saturday, you know what I did? What? I uh, hung out with uh, listener Sid mm-hmm. and a couple other people just uh watching K.K. Slider play songs. We oh, literally awesome. spent two hours just like throwing songs at him. That's awesome. And we actually, we all unlocked an achievement where like because there's weird like have yeah you your badges the guy hands out the badges mm-hmm. he gave mm-hmm. me a badge the next day for listening to more than 20, uh, 20 KK Slider songs <laughs> nice which is funny too because you can go up to KK Slider and like make up a song title and he'll say mm-hmm. yeah that sounds awesome I will play KK butt meat <laughs> and then he just chooses a random song but like so but you get the screen cap if you want of like nice. he'll say, yeah, yeah it's just,
1: it was a good time yeah, yeah. I can't I I'm really... like, yeah, this is the... none of us wanted to leave I know and all it's is really fun to play with other people even yeah. though it's really hard to it's Hard to do it. Like you have to have them friended and you they have you friended and then you yeah. communicate them. And then maybe if you're both best friends with each other, which they don't tell you to do, then yeah, you exactly, can talk yeah. to each other a little bit and it's like all this stuff. Did but you can't send each other letters you unless you're in to their that town. To do that? Yeah. I can't believe you can't send letters to people unless you're
2: actually in That's their town to drop dumb. off at the post office. That's really dumb. Oh, by the way, thank you for the
1: money, Bill. No,
2: no problem. Thank well, you for contributing. You could still use, since you restarted your town, you could use a couple, a couple. Well, also, like right before I came to visit your town, I had just done like three trips to the island catching nighttime bugs. Oh. And so I had like thirty thousand $300,000 in my pockets. Nice. So I gave you a third of that.
1: Thank you, Billy. And then
2: I went home and paid for the rest of... I think I got a lighthouse built.
1: Ooh, like so. A lighthouse It doesn't do
2: anything Well
1: Bill What does any of this shit do I know but still I was like Well maybe the I lighthouse We're gonna go inside I got a I'm trying to only buy The practical things So I got a dream suite yeah. And I got a uh, Got all the bridges And I got the second floor Of my museum Okay very cool um, yeah. But well, yeah Did you now,
2: see like The new tools You can buy from the museum Yeah I bought That's a silver cool. shovel It just opened this morning well, so I, I, I love the, the fact You can actually open up Exhibit rooms That you can put your yeah. stuff into Like right now I have a gyroid
1: exhibit Yeah I do too yeah. I have a gyro room And then I have all The Nintendo crap. I, I think that's my, gonna be uh, a lot
2: of people it's gonna be gyroid nintendo yeah from my fortune just cookies like, like maybe a random uh, furniture assortment or something yeah well yeah. have you gone to see dr shrunk at club lol in the middle of the yeah, day yeah i
1: got a giggle okay I got a there giggle, you go yeah. Giggle animation yeah it's pretty good it's pretty cute game. animal crossing it's so cute yeah i got my sister's having a hard time right now so i bought her a copy yeah. her fiance has a 3ds it's actually cute last time i talked to her i said hey foley or i said uh hey katie Ask Carson if he has a 3DS. And she goes, Carson, do you have a? She thinks for a second, 3DS? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Well, at least now they can play together too. Well, what's really cute. is I tell Katie, I'm like, "Hey, you remember that game Animal Crossing?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, we were obsessed with it. It's dumb, and you don't actually do anything." <laughs> I
2: like, guess what? They
1: just came out with that one. She's like, "Really?" <laughs> you know what? I'm surprised you're playing as much as, as you are because you're just
2: playing on a quote unquote old 3DS too, yeah. which makes it's that's gonna make all the text chatting and all that stuff a lot harder. It is more obnoxious. Yeah. I
1: have fat thumbs too, so just like
2: yeah, you know. on the XL it's a lot easier. Cause I use my dialing big, one
1: to but... use the Simpsons joke to type anything, English. but. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's super cute. Yeah, I if you guys seriously, oh. any of you listeners do, we have our codes. Uh, we're swapping codes on our Steam page. Do do swap with us because I love. I really actually, it's one of my favorite games to play multiplayer ever. Yeah. Just because you just hang out, and do shit. Oh, this is the
2: I big I love going thing. to the island with people. Uh, well, so this week on Amazon.com, they have the, the, the Prima Animal Crossing Guide, which is this big, fat, thick book. Although, actually, it's not big. It's thick, but it's only kind of like pocket size. Yeah, it's you kind of, giant of trade paperback size. Um, yeah. But, you know, it has a catalog of everything you can get in the game, and uh, which is great, though, because it actually gives you, like, you can check off, like, all the things you've collected in the game. Oh, that's all awesome. All your museum exhibits, so you can check off to see what you have, what you have left to collect. That's right. Which bugs appear in which time of day and which seasons. Oh, nice. I'm uh, flipping through this book. I'm like. Oh, Okay, so they actually uh, have breakdowns of all the animal neighbors that appear in the game. Oh, really? Their likes and dislikes and, where nice. to, like, all, and all that stuff. And one of the things with the character, with the animal characters, is their coffee recipes. I'm like what? Coffee so I recipes? got a cafe unlocked in my town. Uh-huh. One of the things that happens if you order co- uh, coffees enough from this cafe that will eventually open up in your town if you get it built, will mm-hmm. be uh, you will get the option to work at the cafe. And oh, what will really? happen when you work? I've only done this once, but you'll uh, work a shift where everyone in town will come in and order coffee off of you. Mm-hmm. And what happens is every day they'll come in and say, "I'll oh, I'll have the regular, but like give me like one dose of uh, sh- uh, sugar or something like that." Okay. And then they'll change their order the next day, where like well, so there's like three different components to each person's preferred coffee recipe, but mm-hmm. you only learn one part of that recipe every day so you have to keep oh, on seriously like, winigan, like to figure out like what specifically their preferred coffee recipe is and uh, wow. i'm assuming you must have, unless you, you know if you if you don't have this guide or if you're not looking up a fact on the internet i guess you'd have to write this down over the course of playing this old, yeah like, working this job over days so you could learn wow. your neighbor's coffee preferences That's so crazy. you don't fuck up and i, I don't know what your I, I i did this once and i fucked up everyone's coffee uh uh coffee quarters, because I didn't know what I was doing. But then Brewster, the guy who runs the coffee shop, he gave mm-hmm. me a sack of beans to take home. Coffee beans. I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to do with them. <laughs>
1: what but... I love about this game is that it seems really dead simple and then slowly as you go on you just unlock more complexity like, and more hell? shit. And I don't know
2: if I'm gonna do something magic with the beans or something later. Like i like, do not like yeah, we're just guidebook. Yeah. yeah, so this case
1: Animal Fucking crossing. Animal crossing. Oh man. Oh man. I'm kinda of sad that my wife is kinda of done with it because I it's so much fun to play with her Can't and send tell her, her shit. coffee and get she you has can take out coffee. She has sharp tooth in the mail and she doesn't even know it. I said her so much stuff. I sent her little outfits. I gave her, the, like, the band-aid and the facial <laughs> scar because I knew she'd like that. And, like, a little puffy vest. You will and... have to fake a night out of, out of the house one night. So she'll be, like, <laughs> There we with, go. And she'll have nothing else to do except
2: at home, except... There we go. Is Annie? Problem, is problem solved. Annie Animal Crossing. Problem solved.
1: Man, so in front of the podcast, Jason uh, gave me a uniform shirt that I'm obsessed with because oh, I wish yeah? I had it in real life. It's so good. Man, so What's Carla... uniform shirt? It's just, like, a... It's, like, an, a drab olive thing with, like, big brass buttons. It's yeah.
2: great. I think Carla was with me watching uh, K.K. Slider too. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, Carla was so
1: funny because Carla managed to make her Animal Crossing character look exactly like her in real life. It's amazing. <laughs> Did you see her flag so as Freddie Mercury,
2: too? Yeah.
1: It's pretty great. Oh, I love it. everybody. It's fucking... Animal Crossing is just a thing of love, that, and you can't help but love everyone who plays it with you. It's yeah. amazing. And I've it's never played it. another and game like really it. And it's a great
2: anecdote to playing uh, Last of Us. It's kind of nice to jump truth. back and forth between, like... Speaking uh, of,
1: friends, we're going to take a little break and talk about some Geek Week in Review, and then we're going to have our Last of Us spoiler talk. Bum, bum, bum. We'll be back. Well, upstage, that's... This is my only number. Now take Sir Francis' drink. The Spanish all despise it. But to the British, he's a hero, and
2: they idolize him. It's how you look at buccaneers that makes them
1: bad or good. And I see us as members of a noble brotherhood. Hey ho oh, oh. ho! Oh, I love On it. It's poetry and action. Before we lose our
0: tempers, we will always.
2: Oh, okay, it was funny. Uh, during break, I just came back and realized I just got an email confirmation email from Double or from Kickstarter saying that uh, my payment to the Double Fine was it Massive Chalice Kickstarter mm-hmm. just went through. So How I guess their shit they is. They I raised think it was a million and a point,
1: half. Yeah. yeah. Good on them good on So do you fund it after you, you contributed after all? I did in the last five minutes. I'm like, I got it. Wanna... It's it's double Did fine. you just like kick in like five bucks? No, I contributed 50.
2: Oh, enough to get, oh, 50. Yeah. Oh, so you get, like, that's exactly what I got. Yeah. I didn't see any of the stretch goals, so I don't know what that exactly gets you. I know
1: the before it was uh, like a
2: digital copy of the game. I did it
1: because it, you soundtrack. get access to the soundtrack in the documentary that okay, Two Player Productions is. Yeah, is doing. That's and they do such good work. Um, I had to get in on that. Yeah, so hopefully, right, we'll friends, get that sometime next year. It's time for the Geek Week in Review. Yes. Top of the list, one of uh, <laughs> ar- one of archaeology's greatest mysteries has been solved. The recipe for Roman concrete has been discovered. Cumin. Yeah. So Roman concrete lasts Hell long as evidenced by the fact that Roman roads are still in use However many thousands of years later then, Whereas modern concrete starts to Degrade yeah, after a hundred year, years yeah. Especially in um, moist environments, well, so like under, the In the Mediterranean which or, that, Yeah there was a lot of Roman much shit less Going on. under the ocean yeah. You know like that shit or in the water It just fucking well, that's degrades. that's why modern
2: poured concrete Bulwarks and stuff like that always end up corroding In less than a couple decades. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So yeah Meanwhile the Romans have shit. There are Aqueducts that are still standing 2,000 years later. Yeah. And now we know why. It's cumin. Yeah, it's cumin. Well, they were like, why does
2: why does all these ancient Romans smell like tacos? Why do they taste like taco-flavored kisses?
1: I was waiting for that. I was counting down. <laughs> built taco time. All right. No, so,
2: you did, well, did you see what the actual recipe was? It was like heats... No. Well, specifically with the ocean stuff, it was—I uh, think it was like the, it was a proportion of lye that they yeah. mixed into the stuff that reacted with seawater. Yeah, that quick cured the cement and made mm-hmm. it super rigid. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so but it's that's, crazy, that's that's but really yeah. interesting. They said this this uh, this discovery of how. Supposedly, they haven't figured out everything about Roman concrete, no. but this is a big step towards understanding like why yeah. it worked the way it
1: did. Yeah. That's why it only took us two thousand years to figure that shit out. Well, what's so interesting is that you know you can't help but feel like modern society is so advanced. We have all this technology and all this bullshit, and there's still some ways that ancient humans are beating our asses. Yeah, they're still trying to catch figure up. out why
2: everyone pooped together in giant holes in the ground. That's still kind of weird. <laughs> it's a mystery. Even America never. After a while, they're like, you know what? Let's get individual outhouses. <laughs> Let's have
1: individual
2: holes. How yeah, we don't that? need. To, I don't even need to be shitting in front of my like my mayor.
1: Uh, Oh God! That should be the
2: the, for the next (laughs) Animal Crossing. Rome. Well, have
1: you seen Rossetti's toilet? Have you seen that tumbler? What? So, there, so Oh no! In Animal Crossing, <laughs> there was a character called Rossetti that was this mole that, that would pop on the ground and yell at you whenever you uh, you, you seen closed again? your game. Yeah. Well, okay. he, the first time you closed the game without saving, he pops up.
2: Oh, I could because I had to do that because someone wandered in my town and started chopping down the the trees yeah. on my island. Yeah. So
1: in the old Animal Crossing games, he would shout, pop up and shout at you for a long time to discourage you from closing the game without saving. Yeah. In Animal Crossing New Leaf, the first time he shows up, all bummed out, and he's like, um, Yeah, I lost my job I don't have a if house. only somebody built the resetty se- reset center oh that's that's next back. to my
2: agenda once i get the train station fixed. so up.
1: yeah apparently if you build his reset center you can go down into it and he has a toilet are you serious and there is a tumblr that is just people contributing pictures <laughs> of themselves sitting on Resetti's toilet
2: I love the internet, I love <laughs> the old cruising. Jesus So Christ. good. Hey, you th- uh, conversely, you think the Romans could have ever predicted, like, this is, like, well, the kind of shit we'd be doing in the future on yeah. this little handheld video game thing. I like, have to go take a picture of myself, shitting on this turtle raccoon mole guy's toilet. Yep. Put it on the internet, and that's what I did this afternoon.
1: <laughs> I could have written good a book. Times. I could have called my parents, but Could have no. figured out the solution to Roman concrete. Yeah, exactly, but- yeah. Ancient Egyptian statue has started moving inside its display case in Manchester, England. This is fucked up. Did you see the GIFs of this? Like, I actually watched like, the video. Like, I watched off. the time release video. Yeah, the time lapse video.
2: It's 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 uh, it's a little statue. Uh, it's a little black statue. Yeah, it's maybe a foot and a half tall. Yeah, this kneeling thing, and yeah, it's lined up with a bunch of other statues in this case. and like it's throughout. It's not going very quickly, but slowly mm-hmm. throughout the course of a day, yeah.
1: it'll rotate 180 degrees and yeah. then back. Yeah.
2: And unless this is a host...
1: Everyone's like what? Well they yeah. put they put it they put a camera they put a security camera. And it's in a big glass case. Yeah.
2: Like there's no way you can sneak into this and fuck with it unless, you know, it's on a little dowel or something. Yeah. That'd be great if they just go in and lift it up and it really is just some guy with like it's a little finger a little popping. Dowel- it's like, a ah! yeah. midget. It's 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 the door from Star Trek into darkness. There we go. go. Oh, Boom. Shit. Yeah. 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 It's Peter Dinklage. <laughs> it's P. Dink. Yeah. For this from the Creepy little ghost stories like this. Yeah, like man. that's creepy it's as well. intense. Especially after you going to see mummies. Are you falling under the enchanted spell of Egyptology shit man, now? Man, the Is whole Egypt's time. Egypt's kind of
1: creepy. I I've seen mummies in museums before, and they always creep me the fuck out. Yeah. And it was I it cre- I forgot that until I would pay twenty dollars and was standing, yeah. especially if two you're inches that close away, away from mummies. These dead like, oh man, it creeped me the fuck out. And they're like, Annie, oh man. man. Did one... you have any fucked up dreams afterwards? Or no. Oh, okay. There was one mummy afterwards. Th- towards the end, there was a this Peruvian woman who was crouched. She was sitting in such a way that she was staring right at you. She still had her hair. And her skin was preserved enough that you could There's see no, the it tattoos. A, it's a person. It, in you that could case, see the yeah. tattoos on her body, yeah. and it was just so like even fully got wigged out Have of that Have you seen one. the peat bog mummies? That yeah, really they had one. It was
2: like, oh, really? They had oh, one. so this is, really isn't just Egyptology mummies. No, that's it's, what I it's... told you, Bill. I know, remember but, like, the like, really Baron? Probably, I thought maybe it might be like and 20 the Peruvian Egypt mummy I told you. Do you remember these things I told you? I thought maybe they fell into the into the mummy cart on the way to the exhibit. Someone just like throwing their neighbor, their their dead relatives, and like I'll show Uncle Henry off. But yeah, is that that's just Man, up. dude?
1: It's crazy. No, there's a statue
2: moving around. I all just by like itself. when there's
1: yeah, I love when there's weird shit on camera. Especially in Manchester.
2: Spring. England always seems to be one of the most haunted places. At least one of the most prolific ghost story parts of the world. A lot of
1: people have died on the tiny little island, my friend. Yeah, that's true. That's a good you point. could argue a lot of people have died in every every big yeah. or tiny island. Yeah, that's true. The next Zelda may take some inspiration from Skyrim.
2: Yeah, uh uh A. G. Enuma, the guy who's been in charge of the Zelda franchise for a million years. He just came out and said, uh, for the next uh, Wii U Zelda game, that he... you
1: kids like that Skyrim, eh? that, it was the Vegas, just like eh, hey, Skyrim. People,
2: a lot of people seem to like it. Maybe I'll do like they will take some inspiration from that for the new Zelda game. Which God knows that will probably just mean he'll there'll be horses. There will be, won't be the most vague, facetious. There will yeah. not be a big open world where you can do whatever you want and collect all yeah. the cheese and put it in your house. It'll just be like. He'll have dragons. Like it'll be the like the e- cheapest, easiest solution to kind of like eh, this is kind of like Skyrim, right? Well, for uh the Skyward Sword, the last Zelda game, they Nintendo finally realized that oh hey, open world games are a big thing in the West. Well, we're not gonna make this Zelda game open world, but what we'll, we'll make it so it's if the game will be extremely linear, but we'll make you keep re- revisiting the same places over mm. and over again because they thought that was their the way to approximate a, an open world game mm-hmm. without. Investing all the time and research to actually create an open world. Yeah, they just create a very linear world where they just—it's not even a world. It was a track. It was a a yeah. Mario Kart track that you're just kind of going on over and over. That's again. That's a dumb idea. And then they were kind of surprised when everyone was like, "No, that's not really an open world. That's just kind of boring and stupid."
1: Well, it's repetitive. That's like some <laughs> shitty so, 1996 level design. So there. yeah,
2: I'm really curious to see what the next Zelda game, what their idea of taking inspiration from Skyrim is. Unless it really mm-hmm. is, you can collect cheese, but you can't really do anything. Like some <laughs> yeah. kind of like, we'll, take... well, you
1: can stack cheeses on NPC heads. That's, that's what gonna it be is. the difference. Yeah then uh what was the last ps2 game released it oh yeah there, uh, whistle a song i need to google this when do you when do you think it was released probably recently the homebrew well th- oh, there's so many ps2s installed i would be surprised if it wasn't terribly recently
2: it was released on september 24th 2013 yeah it means it's not coming out for another 2 months <laughs> This is, yeah, the last. I just found out. This isn't even really news as much as a fact. What I just found out about this week was, yeah, FIFA 14. Oh, seriously? Being published by EA. They, I mean, like a lot of video game systems, they get you know unofficial games for yeah. Know, there's people are yeah, still making homebrew games for there's the Dreamcast. Atari Twenty Six Hundred yeah. and shit like that. But yeah, this is I had no idea PlayStation was still having licensed games made for it. Wow,
1: thirteen years after it came out, dude. A lot of PS2s are out and there. That's my all you friend.
2: need. That that really tells you all you need to know, know about the PlayStation Two. Is, yeah. Is, just a month or two before the PlayStation 4 is coming out. <laughs> yeah. The play, last PlayStation huh. 2 games. Okay, that's actually kind of fantastic. That's pretty awesome. 14. Oh, did you? Oh, did you see the announcement? To, uh, Ubisoft came out and announced to, today that Assassin's Creed 4 will be out on November 1st. Oh, did they? Yeah. Huh. Which I, I'm, that lends credence to my suspicion that they're going to put out the PlayStation 4 just a couple days before the last, last week of October. Mm. Because why would you put that out unless at least one of the new consoles was
1: out? Because you're not Sony. Just I don't know. Console launch after major games that are then ported to it all the I time. Know, but they, they did announce there's going to be PlayStation Four. Like, yeah, it makes sense. You would like. Uh-huh. I mean, they're still going to sure. sell
2: most of their copies on current gen systems. Yeah. Just because there's not enough PlayStation Fours and Xbox Ones are going to be sold this holiday season to really to make that much of an impact on sales for. Uh, you know, it's they're not going to draw that much away sales from current gen systems. But still, it's kind of like you know, hey, it, that's a great time if you know. Like, oh, especially, like, if you're like, oh, yeah, your brand new console that you just bought on Tuesday. Uh, well, the weird thing is that this game is coming out on a Friday, too. November 1st is a Friday. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the uh, PlayStation 4 may not be coming out the Tuesday before
1: that. Interesting.
2: So I found out, out a
1: coworker of mine worked at Ubisoft. Doing what? I don't know. He didn't say. But what's funny is I asked him, like, do you play video games? Because he Did didn't he know say, a huge video game nerd. Wait,
2: wait, wait. No, that's not how it went. <laughs>
1: He, no, he said he was the only person in the entire company who did not play video games releasing that branch. So people had talked about stuff. He had no idea what they were talking about. And I was like, so what was it like working at Ubisoft? He said it was fucking fantastic because they're a French company. So they, their vacation structure was like, was a a French company and they had like all this paid time off and all this. And they celebrated all these obscure French holidays. And like, yeah, we're, it's going to be a half day. We're going to have some wine and cheese. He kept on
2: talking about like, he must be really confused by like all the fractured sales they had because everyone keeps on talking about the splintered sales It was What's a going on?
1: Careful joke. <laughs> like, however, I, I, I guess see see the really King really of Persia is coming over here next weekend,
0: I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, that's that's hilarious. Yep. Yeah, so Assassin's Creed. It
1: does look pretty good from what I've seen on the PlayStation 4, though.
2: So- if I buy it, I'm going to buy it on PlayStation 4.
1: Software sales last month were the lowest they've been since May of 2000.
2: That's, I can't believe 2000. Yeah. The, well, the entire industry is down in general and some people are predicting oh, this is because the consoles are dying. Not just this generation, but they're like, yeah, cuz it's the iPad that's killing it, the consoles. No, I mean that's that's the console market is still kind of shrinking. But still. It's everyone saving their money to buy new consoles. I would this argue
1: fall. how many games were out last month. Like it felt well, it's felt like also a really sluggish month. Yeah. It's
2: it's you know. It's 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 the summer before two new consoles come out. Yeah, yeah. Because so. like
1: Last of Us came out and that did really well. But Probably still, that's because rough. for a big reason that nothing else was out. Yeah okay this is beautiful my brother my future brother-in-law just texted me he never texted me just to say you got katie hooked on crack oh i'm glad she's enjoying animal crossing
2: <laughs> i won't believe until i see pictures
1: oh so good that is
2: fantastic anyway
1: yeah there were no games last month what was anyone gonna buy uh, I guess like maybe seriously animal
2: Cro- or not well no 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 animal crossing just came out at the animal beginning crossing of the month. because these, these was sales for me
1: Oh yeah, these are the those are the Maybe Bioshock
2: games. at the most, but everyone's already kind of beat. Like that's already kind of a done thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's just kind of thirteen yeah. years. So remember
1: yeah. me? That was it. Ugh. Which I am gonna buy just because it is a female protagonist. I gotta vote with my dollars. Me? That was the New Noir one with the lady. oh the French thing
2: with the lady's butt on the on the on the cover. Yes. The marketing company did their, their, their <laughs> really their, good job. Their job works really good. job.
1: Hey everybody, the the Mad Max game isn't set in Australia. Yay! It's that's bullshit. That's bullshit.
2: And like the head the guy came out and he was like. He had some kind of like well, just because it's cars, it was the most kind of fluffed up. Like everyone was yeah. making fun. of This well, guy's he was responsive. Like he
1: was like, "Does know what Mad Max is?" Like, no, Dude, Mad Max is that's... kind of fucking
2: Australia. The, yeah, everything from the accents to the side of the road they drive on. Yeah, to even the basic makes and models of the cars they use. Yeah, like like the, the oh, it's just dumb shit. Man. And then, like, really, does it have to be an American guy? Like, well, the, so what? Like, the game's gonna take place in like Color like in America? Because at some point you're gonna have to come yeah. out and say he's traveling the wastelands of like you know Indiana yeah. it's just going kind of
1: like well they don't necessarily don't have to say it they can make a generic
2: wasteland it could be yeah. taking place in you know, hmm. I yeah. just,
1: like... Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's, it's,
2: it's a, it's a really shame. You do not really think it's going to ding sales that much if you just come out and say this game that...
1: Well, that's the thing. He said it was like, a market, a strategic marketing decision. <sighs> but then don't make it a fucking Mad Max yeah, game Yeah, then don't... Exactly. At that point, you're just making a fucking Fallout. Because Fallout is Mad Max set in America. Yeah. Like, you have the outfits well, that's, that's and everything. The, thing, the original like, games I mean, even had cars I mean, and shit. I wonder if that, like,
2: maybe, well, we're going to get our hands on some of that Mad Max money. Well, this better be a big fucking open-world role-playing game. Because that's, like, the giant part of why Fallout 3 was... Fuck. Yeah. Guys are so stupid. Just dumb. That, that, that this game taking place in Australia This game been. is one is of the things really that really set it aside and make it. a history, dude. It's going to be terrible. It's funny because last, on the last episode, I was
1: like, yeah, my next game. My game. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, what are you guys doing? Where's Tina Turner? Yep. It's one decision we're already <laughs> done with we're
2: it. Tina Turner? I want my Tina Turner multiplayer map skin.
1: They announced a Prometheus 2 writer who's writing it, bill. I am. <laughs> It's just about I'm fart on a napkin. It's gonna be a better script, like <laughs> your
2: joke, Bill. Um, it's gonna be about Noomi Rapace and Head Dude, playing chess on the ship.
1: Hey, the Bill, line. who's the Ma- who's the Prometheus writer? Some guy. That was <laughs> Why really did you kind write of this down. Just just
2: well, the news was really that it's not Damon Lindelof. Yeah, that's
1: that's because Calvary. the poor guy got crucified, it's kind of justifiably so. I'm just saying, like, I, but yeah, that's
2: really the news. Is like everyone just it's not Lindelof, so. I can't believe they're still going ahead with that. Because I guess the movie made a couple bucks, but it wasn't super... Did supposedly it have, for did the it make, studio, it, did it didn't make, make that much money.
1: Didn't make Mad Bank internationally? did it? I don't know. New that would be my guess.
2: Because of New of pace. Who Pace? It
1: knows? would have made yes, more bro. money
2: if it had taken place in America. Usually all internationally
1: saying. means, like, China. Because it's not fucking Europe, Bill. It is not England. That's true. Did you see how
2: much money Iron Man 3 made in China? I mean, they had marketing deals and they filmed part of it in China no. and stuff. But supposedly that movie made a shitload of Wulong and Annie's going to sleep. Woo really podcast, you guys. This is the seventh inning stretch of the podcast.
1: The Lego <laughs> Mars Rover. He, Bill, tell Coke? me about the Lego Mars Rover, Bill. Uh
2: Lego's coming out with a uh, a Lego kit of the Mars Rover. We were really tired this week, so I didn't get a chance to really flesh out the the notes. The,
1: they're literally, like, bullet points. I know about this one. The trailer for the Lego movie came out, directed by the dudes who did Clone High and the excellent Cloud with a Chance of Meatballs. Well, would be cool to have like Lego ro- rover... Made of Legos, though you know that's kind of cool. It would be cool to have a Lego ever made of Legos, Bill. Yeah, I'm just not about it. But, but did the, you clone see the trailer? it's actually the Lego trailer is actually beautiful. I forgot. Why do we realize they're, they're, they're trying to make it look stop motion? Yeah, no, it's actually kind of brilliant. Yeah. Chris Pratt is the voice of our Lego protagonist. Our Lego. protagonist. Channing Tatum <laughs> is the voice of Superman. Will Arnett is the voice of Batman. They're making yeah. some great choices there. It's good. shit. I'm a little bummed it's all just DC superheroes, but I like the fact that it's not just superheroes. It's, it's, it's all just
2: licensed characters running against each other. But you have like really generic like ninja from the eighties. Oh yeah.
1: Well fully well, so had to point out to me that the protagonist is a builder Lego. Oh, okay. That that's, that's a good the point. whole thing yeah. is that he's a builder and he's a Lego. I, love those.
2: So I still have this see twenty one jump street.
1: Oh, these yeah, because they, they also did that. Yeah, these the, these guys, what's their name? Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller? Yeah. They they do I good I love that they shit. just
2: bounce back and forth between making crazy animated films and making yeah. crazy live action yeah. films. Yeah. So, God. yeah, they did
1: Clone High, then they went uh, on to do Cloudy with Chance Meatballs, they did a 21 Jump Street, and now they're doing the Lego movie. Is that coming out this year? God bless. I think it, I don't know. They, it, they just launched just the trailer. Just the trailer didn't work. I was going to say. I would assume
2: maybe it's coming out this Christmas. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the NASA Jet Produ- uh, Propulsion Laboratory team is apparently obsessed with the video game Kerbal Space Program, in which you launch these little <laughs> Kerbals into space.
2: You know, you can, it's only ten bucks if you want to download it and test it. No. I wonder if Foley'd be into that because it's all kind of weird. She doesn't like and playing stuff. games on the computer. Really? Yeah. yeah. Neither do I. Really? She should buy an Ouya. Ouya. But I mean, did she Google announced a Android? They're going to put it on an Android console, too? No. I wonder if this puts any pressure on Steam to eventually, for Valve to, uh, well, no, did they announce, wait, no, they announced the Steam Box, right? They just don't know when it's
1: coming out, right? Well, the Steam Bo- they confirmed the Steam Box last E3. Yeah. They come just. Come on, it needs to come out
2: this Christmas, come on.
1: <sighs> ah! I just want a Steam Box! God, anyway, fuck. What? Uh, the first trailer for The win- Wind <sighs> Rises came out this week. Did you see that? No, I did not
2: it's 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 a quick it's only like 20 seconds long it's a guy in an airplane it's the one about the zero
1: planes right
2: yeah it's the guy who invented the zero airplanes for the japanese i don't know what's their japanese air force it was just for the japanese navy anyway these are the planes that shot down most of uh, most of the uh american gi's who died in the pacific is because they got shot down by Zeros, and also the Zeros are also used for Kamikaze missions, too, mm-hmm. which is going to be, yeah, I wonder if they're going to try to bring this movie out in America. This might be Miyazaki's last movie ever, because the dude's getting old, and he says every yeah. movie he does. Yeah, oh, this it's is his my last, last film. I'm retiring. Yeah. But what yeah. if this is his last movie? How, like, they're going to want to bring it out, but what are they going to call it, like, eh? <laughs> They're gonna give everyone an American accent. They're gonna change it to like it's the guy who invented people planes. It's like it's gonna be take it's gonna take place in Candyland all of a sudden.
1: Dude, I ruin all the Japanese World War. It's Miyazaki. He's got enough cultural cachet. They'll release it in the states. It'll just be a limited release. Like Ponyo, Ponyo wasn't wide release. Yeah, you're gonna
2: you're gonna have like uh, people in (laughs) Texas. Dude, they're gonna
1: release it in Austin and who's Rick Perry?
2: Is he the guy who's the the governor? governor. He's the shit governor.
1: Ugh. I hope this tank's his presidential I th- no I think he announced he, he wasn't gonna run for president he ran- He tried to go for the nomination last time is
2: anyone in the lead GOP thingy thing right now it's early to think about but I do not care this time next year though you're gonna have people barking about it ugh fuck
1: George Lucas got married on Saturday yeah good on him he married his lady pants yeah he got married in a villa in
2: Italy with R2 and C3PO standing aside and he had a robot metal claw <laughs> and he told it was a secret in case he had babies, and then they have to go off and learn the Force in case he goes crazy.
1: The bride, instead of walking to the aisle, there was just this giant egg where the top half just gently lifted. <laughs> <laughs> she turned slowly as the bridal veil was lowered on her head. <laughs> also, her <laughs> dress is just made out of Disney money. These are our Star Wars jokes, you guys. They're pretty good. No, he
2: got, married pretty to the, good. he got married to the black business lady he's been dating forever.
1: Well, good on him for getting
2: hitched. Yeah, getting, he's getting had married. a good year. He's yeah. He made a bazillion dollars, donated all of it to charity, got married, got out of the business, says, fuck y'all, I'm going home, I'm having sex with my wife. Yep. That's That's the name of the George Lucas biography. Good on him.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, sorry I fucked up Star Wars. Fuck it. <laughs> you can yell at J.J. Abrams for fucking it up.
1: <laughs> For Screw Fox you guys, sake. I'm going home. That's for yeah. it. And the Xbox did the 180 on its DRM policies. I love how
2: quickly that Xbox X-180. 180. I like out, how it was
1: trending for days on Twitter. So
2: good. I totally forgot this already happened. This is what we so get the, for not podcasting the for Xbox two Xbox
1: announced that they you can you can loan games. You can resell the games. The weirdest thing, it wasn't
2: Xbox that announced it. Um, Jeff Keighley was talking to an Xbox, having an interview, and it's, <laughs> actually, it's Trey opened up that. I'm sorry. What joke is this? Because <laughs> well, you said Xbox knows, and I just pictured this Xbox. Really sad looking at Xbox One. <laughs> it's tray opening up and closed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We were kidding about DRM. That's uh, another little googly ass pop up and are sad.
1: The thing <laughs> is, is that they're going, since they're having to fuck with all, that means all the stuff that they, all the infrastructure they built around it, they're going to have to dismantle. So some of the interesting aspects of their digital stuff, like, it sounds like, you know, the whole thing where you can access your games from a friend's console and share games across your family. I love they family. made a big deal out they're of being like, to... punitive about that.
2: Because they were like, well, you know, because we're getting rid of this stuff, I don't think it was we're going to have to get rid of the...
1: They said from the start, hey, this shit is baked in. And then just
2: announced that like the, the the family plan was only going to be for one hour demos of your games you cannot trade game like it was uh, not like i didn't know th- th- that was th- there was going to be another shoe that was going to drop about the family no. plan stuff and that was going to be it was really going to be nothing anyone ever yeah. really practically used unless it was for your nephew who doesn't know how to but doesn't they still, know any better they still
1: have that creepy fucking camera though so i'm not gonna buy it nope still getting a ps4
2: well you just have to make sure you're dressed every time you're playing games <laughs>
1: Really, what I do is what I do now, which is just hold. Like, I have a little coaster tray thing that just sits in front of my Connect camera because I get so tired of like gesturing at something in my like talking while talking to my wife, and it thinks I still have my pre-order,
2: so I can still. I'll still probably get it just to have it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm eventually going to have a
1: bill. You know what you need to do? You need to drop a grand on fucking consoles this fall.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Jesus
1: Christ, Bill. It's not a grant. It's only uh,
2: $900 before you start buying games You buy both so consoles.
1: in other video game news, I did oh, not... not to- oh, talk... Yeah, Wait, go ahead. Uh, what were you we going to talk about? No,
2: go ahead. <laughs> we could circle back around to this. Hey, Bill, what were you going to talk about?
1: No, I was going to say, this is such a crazy...
2: Backtrack for such a giant company on such a yeah. profound...
1: It's intense. I mean, it speaks to it's how severe the deal. backlash was. And they did it
2: just the week after, like, they, they, they did, like, the the Tuesday after E3, too. Yeah. They must have come back just in time to have a bunch of meetings, a Little like, okay, yeah. let's talk about how E3 went down, meetings on Monday, and the next day they're like, oh,
1: shit, yeah. It just speaks to how severely Sony spanked them. Yeah,
2: because they spent all week of E3 talking, like, they would not back down. They spent all week... Yeah. All week saying this is the future, this is the future, and then, and then Tuesday they're like, and the thing oh. is, they're not wrong. The future is digital. You just can't have it's your not foot in generation. both camps. Well, yeah, well that's the thing. It's by the end of this next generation, everything will, everyone will be used to. Digital stuff. Or at least well, most the thing people. is, you can Enough. have
1: digital, you can have physical, you just can't have this weird compromise. Yeah. Like I have games downloaded to my Xbox that you know are linked to my account that I can't loan to people and all yeah. that other shit. But there's a big difference between that and I have a physical disc that I went out and bought. But yeah. now that physical disc doesn't. And also, count. they couldn't guarantee
2: that any of these games would even exist once servers were shut down eventually for the yeah. Xbox One. All uh,
1: kinds, of even
2: aside from like the 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 the, the DRM stuff everyone was worried about right now. It's just yeah. It's just fucking crazy,
1: though. I mean, it's a good thing. Ultimately, it's uh, it's just crazy that it actually happened. And What was the other thing you were
2: going to talk about?
1: Well, okay, so I didn't want to discuss this on the podcast because you are not always the best person to have this sort of conversation with. But a friend of the podcast, Yesenia, said that it is really important to have this conversation, so we're going to talk about it. We're talking about Mike, peanut butter cups. Yes. Oh Mike oh Mike Rulick, the artist of Penny Arcade. Aren't you glad you're not stuck with him as a can, podcast oh co host? my Christ. Continued Jesus to put his Christ. foot in his mouth. Here's what I'm going to say. I've been talking a lot of people lately about empathy and how it's important to be empathetic and that all the all the problems of the internet can be broken down to a lack of empathy, but that's two-way. Mm-hmm. That means that when people are douchebags to you, you should be empathetic to them and not be a douchebag back. It's hard to do. Mike Rahulik had gotten in some shit because he made some sort of shitty comment on twitter about how this yeah i don't game... know how this
2: got started all i knew was he was making comments and i read some of those well like, oh, Jesus Christ. the way it
1: all originated was that he made some sort of comment about a game that came out for ios that taught women how to masturbate mm-hmm. and he made some sort of comment about how it teaches women how to use their vaginas and someone pointed out to him that not all women have vaginas, that trans women do not necessarily have vaginas. Oh, this is
2: how he got started. Oh, he started getting defensive about the idea of yeah. all and women having And so he vaginas. said,
1: he made some sort of comment where it's like, well, if you're a woman, you have a vagina. And if you're a man, you have a penis. And if that's controversial, then whatever. He was kind of a prick. And people got pissed off, not rightfully so. He got death threats and shit because the internet reacts to everything. And I don't, I'm not saying he was a dumb shit, but people were aggressively dumb shits back at him. He He got started getting crazy both ways. and, And yeah. And dude is not a dude of patience to begin with. Yeah. So he was. Well, a shit.
2: no, he's always been the weak he's link always, in yeah. terms of he's Penny he's done
1: this crap before. Stick their foot in their they middle, did the yeah. whole Dick Wolves thing. These guys are not do not have a track record of per, being progressive, which is so sad because literally they created packs to create a safe, welcoming place. These are both men who have been open about experiencing bullying in their life. And it's sad that they have both, in scenarios, come out as bullies against victims. Mm-hmm. It's sad. These men who created packs, who created child's play, who have done so much good for games, who are, God bless them, straight white dudes without daughters. And well, seen... I wish they'd have fucking daughters. People
2: have used the defense that he was just trying to make light of the situation, that he was just joking. And even if you were to, like, just... Write this off as him just being a wise ass. Yeah. There's still even a thing where in comedy, if you want to not be a total asshole, you should always punch, yeah, punch up. Yeah, talk to you about this. Don't punch down. Punch up, don't punch down. Yeah. So even if you're trying to be a wise ass, there's ways of being a wise ass where, yeah, you can still be not a dick.
1: So most recently, what happened yeah. was there was a panel for Penny Arcade Australia that came out where no, the, dis- the panel description was why people take video games so seriously boy if your protagonist is a white straight man people are going to jump all over you so what if oh, i was just like video the, games oh, it's just like
2: reactionary oh because i've seen people like if you go on neogaf people always have, have ends up having threads every time there's a nude uh debate about any kind of like sexism or anything like that there's always yeah. the inevitable threat of oh i guess people are sensitive again yeah oh, was the, kind of like the, so, the yes. panel for that
1: the description of this panel was basically like why do people gotta get all up you have to have like racially diverse cats why of people games all up in games seriously yeah
2: at this gaming convention so oh, i mean
1: that really you can read it and see wow. there and the whole point was that it was going to be a panel discussion about this but that was the description and so people got but hurt and not not totally all the entire internet was like seriously this were they description
2: have a, were they really gonna try to have a uh, conversation about it or was that just yeah. the title of it that was the, the, the they des- were co-opting they were they, they, like yeah. the description
1: of the panel was that kind of confrontational language but the whole point of the panel was to have a conversation about it yeah, no, that's, that's not a bad idea yeah so the, <laughs> oh. the 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 this description got out people freaked out. People talked to the penny arcade guys about it. Mm-hmm. They revised the language of the description to be less confrontational. But somebody picked on someone called, and someone started talking to Mike Krulik and basically was like, "Hey, what the fuck?" And things got heated very quickly. And he started using language like, "If you use the word cis around me, just don't even fucking bother talking to me." And it was really incendiary. Things got went to shit fast. And former on a forum or oh, a email exchange. Or it was like, on Twitter. Oh, okay. And oh, dude, I forgot about And the Twitter, dude, yeah. the dude, openly said, "I fucking love hate mail. I thrive off trolling. Fuck you all." And then well, this is the int- guy int- who his entire career bullshit. off of being
2: confrontational yeah. and an
1: ass. And he he openly said, "I." Am, and it's always am worked for him when he punched up. Yeah. Yeah. I, he said, I am deliberately saying bullshit to flame you all because I feed off the flames. Yeah. And dude, dude was an insensitive prick beyond, and then came out and said, I'm being an insensitive prick because of makes what happens mad. when
2: a guy builds an entire empire off of that kind of behavior. It just happens to be, like, exactly, he's punching down right? So oh, it was
1: fuck. really, it was, it was kind I see, of I a, didn't. I didn't get the details about so what happened. So there was that, and then their whole response to the Dick Wolf's thing was to make a Dick Wolf shirt. Like, of this sort of shit, they have they have a history of this shit, yeah. and it's unfortunate. Sometimes they don't
2: know when just to say, okay, it fucking is super unfortunate. cut their losses and try to deal with the situation. They gotta, these guys
1: like, are yeah. these figureheads of gaming. They are, and they do this shit. So, I'm actually really proud of my friends, including Carla, who we mentioned. Mm-hmm who have a video game company here in town called the Fulbright Company. They're working on the game Gone Home. Oh, yeah, that's coming up, but, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They came out and they said, Penny Arcade has history of this bullshit. And another thing they called out was on their Kickstarter, when they had all their shitty... Their original Kickstarters too fun to take the ads off of Penny Arcade. If you'd contributed, like, $7,500, you could go be an intern for a day at Penny Arcade. And it was just, like, this... It was, like... there's There are a lot of issues with unpaid internships in in any industry and then to make light of it like that yeah. it was like they just even though done that was obviously supposed to be that like really but, more
2: hang out with penny Arcade, but, but still yeah.
1: i mean they these guys do but the dumb way shit. It's, it's not really as
2: sometimes what they're what, what's for pissing people off is initially what they're doing what they're saying but how they're doing it too. it's just they even' like, they but they're fucking up on every sensitive. front though they're fucking fucking up on some of the things they're saying they're fucking up yeah. on things which are rel- relatively innocuous but they're presenting it in a really inflammatory way yeah, it's, I it's, genuinely think in all the shits.
1: These guys, they're just dudes, and they said dumb shit, and they just don't always act with empathy or kindness. And then yeah. people, because it's the internet, and they have millions of people looking at them. There's gonna be even if only one percent of them starts throwing hate at them and spewing hate at them. Like I saw a lot of people who were saying like "kill yourself," "I'm gonna kill your wife." That sort of language. That's not the sort of stuff that's going to inspire rational yeah. well, reaction. Well, you're seeing that, like I could, I can, I can totally understand why it's it's S just spun one of those things out, where it, both really sides make are it. shitty. It does not accept. It does not make it acceptable though. Yeah. So anyway, the Fulbright crew. God bless them. They had a they had space in the indie mega booth primo space in the PAX showroom floor they all as a company realized they did not feel comfortable putting money in Penny Arcade's pockets mm-hmm. they're like we have to we have to um, vote with our money and not go to Penny Arcade Got not go to PAX not show it PAX even though it could negatively impact the our game we cannot, in good conscience... Oh, yeah, no, any game
2: showing at PAX is a big fucking deal.
1: They're like, we cannot, in good consciousness... Games have been
2: made or broken at on the PAX show floor. They're
1: like, we cannot, in good consciousness, contribute to PAX. To- and I
2: saw some people accusing them of using this as a... An, uh, uh, taking advantage of the situation as an for, excuse to showboat. For... I know these people. Oh, I, don't know, I don't know. I'm just saying, but like, I, that's some of the reaction I saw. I Was like, oh, oh of this, course. This is an, it's instead of having a booth, blah, blah, you could just grandstand on the internet and just stay home and drink mimosas. Well, the
1: thing is, is that the like, the Jesus. guys, um, the folks from Hey Ash, what you play in, almost did the same thing. They almost also. Pulled I don't even of see packs. what the reaction
2: was. What did well, they what say happened was eventually they
1: Mike Hulick came out and he said, "I was wrong." He published an apology. Oh, and then he
2: donated twenty thousand. And he donated to... twenty
1: thousand dollars out of his own pocket, project, pocket to the Trevor Project. Which, unfortunately, apparently has a history of not being kind trans people. Oh, dear. Anyway, <laughs> oh, God bless no. him. There were some other aspects of it, too. He did, at the very least, make this gesture. And, I, and that's what I said. I'm like, dude needs to make a gesture with his money. Well, he publicly
2: apologized, too. He wasn't did publicly just, like,
1: apologize. Yeah. And there were people who were like, that's not enough. I, I was irrationally hoping. I don't know. Even as I say this, I don't really know how that would take shape or how it would work. I was hoping that they would do. They would start a nonprofit to benefit um, lesbian by gay um, trans voices in gaming. God
2: knows they have the money to just do that overnight. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'm not. I they mean, just ta- they could take some of the quarter million dollars they got for their goddamn podcast even, that I'm they don't saying, need. I'm not saying. I'm not saying just they contribute. I think they should. I know, but contribute. that's what I'm saying. But they could but start off starting with like a, child a nonprofit. Thing, yeah. thing, but for this, and you know, just basically it allowing a little bit much to ask for a company. minority. It's still a relatively small
2: company, and like,
1: well, I'm not see, but I'm saying not for them to. I was hoping they would start another nonprofit. That was really my rational yeah. hope. That is, really, I felt like that was the one thing they could do that would really make it clear that they are done being. A part of the problem, but well, they really be part wanted the to help solution. bury
2: this. Yeah, that that would be a good way. to that Because the bury fact that, of that is
1: that I really think that I think that they're just dumb shits and they say dumb shit, but they have a fucking history of being part of the problem, mm-hmm. and that would be them actually being part of the solution. I thought, like I said, even I, as I say that, I don't know how that. It's not as clear cut as something like child's play, where it's like we just contribute to you know kids and hospitals. But that would have been. But if
2: they had, a, if they did have something like that, that would go away to functionally helping. So something tangible good would come out of a shitty situation. Yeah.
1: I mean, twenty, $20 thousand dollars
2: doesn't hurt, but it's still not quite yeah.
1: I mean, it's, I mean, something it's a that a grow amount of money, into don't a thing. Get me wrong, but yeah. But and I think it was a good gesture, and I think it was smart of him to to do something with his dollars. But something like but, this is likely yeah. to
2: happen again too, and it just kind of yeah. yeah and, the and also, thing happened. His... They apologized for that eventually. His apology
1: and... was more of a, I I'm apologize for you feeling hurt" as yeah. opposed to a genuine. Dude is still. Yeah. I really, my, the one thing my wife said is like, he needs to have a daughter. I think it would help a lot if he had a fucking daughter. Anyway. Actually, yeah. I think both of them. What? Do they both, doesn't Jerry they both have a daughter? Sons. Uh, Jerry has a daughter. Okay. I yeah. think, yeah. But Mike needs, Jerry, Jerry's not necessarily a problem. Jerry's not I always, mean, Jerry I can, is not.
2: I mean, I can, I mean, with the, 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 the trans stuff, I even mentioned this on Twitter where I have a hard time grasping some of the trans stuff where I, I was talking about how, I can at least empathize a little bit with older people when the gay rights stuff started really kicking in in the '80s. I mm-hmm. mean, gay rights stuff goes all the way back to the '60s, but in terms of like it really becoming a public conversation, national conversation, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. at least from my perspective, seemed to start off in the '80s. I, c- I can understand where people were just they didn't understand homosexuality, so yeah. it's hard for them to get a grasp on. I'm 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 like I I understand uh, at least I have more of a grasp on homosexuality than to do with the trans stuff. The trans stuff, like, I can appreciate it. But it's hard for me to understand the mechanics, and not not to say you have to understand something. To tolerate, I, I got gotcha. you. But it's hard. For it's saying. one of those things where it's that's enough of a mystery to me. And even socially, thinking about how when trans people come out and actually start fighting—well, not that they're not fighting for the rights now—but when that when trans be really becomes part of the public debate, how some of the mechanics of that were working for in terms of trans rights and stuff like that. But yeah, I have like that's what I'm more concerned about, rather than like are trans people right or are trans people really exist or. But it's 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 it's. But at least I know enough to know I'm not going to make grand statements about trans people. Yeah. About, I at least, even if I'm still, even if I'm still a little bit like, I don't know what's tra- I I've only known about trans people for like less than a decade. So it's not yeah. like I grew up with them like I right. kind of did gay people. But yeah, at least I at least I can appreciate where Mike is coming from a little bit where he's just going to be.
1: Well, the difference is, here's the difference. As a straight
2: white guy yeah. who likes to be a wise ass. Yeah. And you can like there's an easy they're an easy group to like to joke about and be like, ah, I'm gonna get a cheap shot at them and no no
1: no not Sam, he's right or anything. No, no, I get you. But like I get it. But there's a difference between making a joke and making a joke and doubling down. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. That's what they that's what they we have seen more than once from these guys. And the thing is is that I have met Mike Grulick, and I've, you know, I watched Arcade the series, and I don't, I think he's not a bad guy. No, neither of those guys are inherently bad. I just bad. think they're that they're just. They've been bullied. They, deep down, they
2: understand. That's what breaks my heart. If they just open up their, especially Mike, if he just, well, I mean, I, I still think the fact that he was getting death threats and shit, I think that let like, that that's really not fueled cool him. Oh, I, I think that's what, it wasn't just him exactly being an That's exactly what it did. But it's, yeah, so it's not like he just spontaneously went crazy. What
1: kills me is that but... it's because he has been victimized in his life that his instinct yeah. when victimized is to lash out
2: that's the thing well that's what i'm kind of talking about with the trans people Where, like i like for me like intellectually i have a hard time getting a pragmatic grasp on trans people and how they operate and stuff like mm-hmm. that but like at some point i have to walk back and kind of say okay that doesn't matter you have to still treat them cool. yeah it's a like, human you, being you have to yeah
1: you have to respect human beings as human beings and that's how all conversations need to start and end yeah. and it's hard to do on the internet it's hard to do when you're talking to someone face to face and things get heated. But on the internet, where it's especially on Twitter, we have 140 characters, and it's easy to be irrational and lash out and speak from a heated place and instantaneously, well, as opposed to taking a tagline a or a
2: motto or a zinger or a joke. Yeah. And you can't have real conversation.
1: And on it's Twitter. it's and, and it is way easier to act on from motivation of hang anger and hate it is to it is harder to act from goodness and kindness because goodness and kindness are not the motivators that anger and hate are yeah like i've seen i have seen converse threads on twitter where people are just like fuck him kill his wife drown him in the blood of his children and i'm like that is not that's not good you are literally you are worse in that moment than he is acting out of ignorance exactly yeah because you know it's just like well and that kind of
2: lends into like there there's there's perception with some people as trans people being crazy and when trans people are throwing out death threats on Twitter that just kind of feeds into negative stereotypes about trans people. Well, it's one of those things that's like, I I, I know a dog... guys.
1: Everyone needs to calm the fuck down. I know a dog who who barks at people with beards because he was abused (laughs) by someone with a beard. And it's like, well, not all beard people are evil. It's like, you know... But you can't... but can't, But you can't... But that you know,
2: you can't you can't you can't yank that out. That's part of their DNA at that point. It's, yeah, you, you really can't blame them. Well, that them person's or the dog perception.
1: Or, well, yeah, you can... Yeah. But it's like you just gotta. Not DNA, but you know, that's
2: what I'm talking about. Like, no, the, I got like, you. The, it's yeah, like people get these, DNA.
1: and it's like. Ah. Well, it's like how my wife was like didn't want to go to Pride. because She's like I hate Pride. Like, I'm like why? Because like the, pe- the gays at Pride are terrible. And I'm like well it's not. It's just and I understand where that thought is coming from. Even as I'm like that is I've really a lesbians frustrating. Let
2: other lesbians because other lesbians. Oh yeah. Like, try to no, be so most, lesbian. Like... Most
1: of the lesbians I know hate homosexuals. Or at least like this, this, the, the culture around homosexuality. Yeah, exactly. Where everyone's,
2: their, their first personality identifier is I'm gay and I'm gay and I can't stop talking about I'm gay. And like, but on the other
1: hand, it's important and it's like like, I didn't want to talk about this trans issue with you because it's not always something that comes out as an actual conversation Yeah. and I don't want to be complicit in anything but on the other hand, you're right, talking Yesenia, about
2: train aficionados, right? Trains
1: people. Yesenia is just yeah. like that. Is literally why it's important to bring it up because it is. They are Wait, who, a culture. Who is this Visenia? Yesenia. She's Brian's uh, lady friend. like a Game awesome. of character. She's act. She's a genuine superhero. She <sighs> she is a social worker that works with um, um the uh lesbian, gay, and trans community um in New York. Mm-hmm. Like with domestic violence and stuff, like okay. she is an actual honest god superhero. Yeah. And you know what? I'm like, if she does goes out and does that every day, the least I can do is talk to a straight white guy about transitions. issues. <laughs> but seriously, it breaks my heart. I still don't know because Bill, Bill, Bill has tickets, to PAX in a hotel room, and he bought a ticket for me. I, I still, bought him blindly. You're still welcome, but like, I still know? don't know. And I, I am so proud of the Fulbright crew for acting by the courage of their convictions, and I agree with them. And there's a part of me that's like, PAX is not. Um, Jerry Holkins and, and Mike Hulick it has stopped being them a while ago but they are the figureheads and they are also you are... have your own
2: personal history of
1: well I, I, I had and... shit happen to me at PAX and like it is not always the welcoming thing that I want it to be. Oh, that's more but, society
2: rather than a Pax. That's just...
1: But, well, you could argue that two white guys making jokes about trans people and rape. That's the culture, too. And how do you change the culture but in engaging in a dialogue and holding people accountable for it? Mm-hmm. Leaving. It's like everybody who's talking about Texas and the whole how Perry's going to try and push it through again on Monday. And it's like, well, everyone, all the liberals should just leave Texas. No. No, that's that no, That is the, the that worst thing just, that happens. It's going
2: to become, become a concentrated
1: nugget it's like my oh, wife my uh, wife is so upset by all the shit that's happening that she doesn't want to go to texas and for my sister's wedding and i'm like you don't go you don't not having the dialogue she doesn't wait she doesn't want to go to texas no she's just gonna be she, visiting. she was really uncomfortable with texas to begin with dude well i can i can pass but... she can't yeah it, and so she's really genuinely no, she's anxious likely to get fucked with. Yeah. yeah but it's like you don't you don't you gotta I, like I don't know. Lately, I've just been thinking, life is shitty. Life is terrible. Life is filled with suffering. And if you don't try to actively put out as much love and kindness back into the world, yeah. then it's just gonna get shittier and more terrible. Back. You can't just you yeah. Know. And it's hard. I am a non-confrontational. Guy
2: this withdrawn from society.
1: <laughs> I am a non-confrontational person. I am. You know this. <laughs> I do not always deal with my shit. Even when it's just in my own best interest. The least
2: you can do is have a conversation about this, though. <sighs> yeah,
1: yeah, dude. And that's something that, you know, is mean, hard to do, but you gotta you gotta try and put it back out there. And what breaks my heart is that I don't know if this whole Penny Arcade thing, there's no way it can end well, ever. Because it's two people, two, two communities that can be reactionary, reacting at each other. It's true. I never really
2: thought about, yeah, gaming in the trans community. Well, any victims. Uh, Hey,
1: guess what? If you are a victim of sexual violence, you're not always able to talk rationally about sexual violence, especially to someone that you see is a big symbol, a big figurehead who's making jokes at your expense. So for one out of 10 people, this is true of any victim, any victimized group, if you are a victim, like, it is really hard to speak rationally about it. And if you are a person making jokes, you're like, I'm making jokes, whatever. And then if that one out of 10 starts fucking with you and volleying like death threats at you or like, fuck you, man. And your instinct is, well, well, fuck them. Then that one person is representative of all of those other 10 people. So fuck them, write them off. Fuck them. I'm going to make these jokes harder. And it just gets worse. And the internet just makes it this echo chamber of hate and this victimhood feeds on victimhood. And it just gets louder and louder until the rational voices can't be heard. And it just makes me sad. So all I gotta say is, for the people who just keep fighting the good fight, make the rational conversations, make the coherent things. You know, the real victim of this whole situation is poor Sophie Prell. Sophie Prell is a trans woman who wrote for the Penny Arcade Report and wrote this open letter to Mike Rohlak and I let him he was publish it. That, yeah, he let it. She let him publish it on Penny Arcade. And basically, the letter was, hey. You have your opinions and you have your rights to them. And I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm just trying to tell you that I am a person who I thought you considered me your friend. And you hurt me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm just letting you know that you hurt me. And it made me question if behind my back you just called me a dude in drag. And dude, whatever. Keep on keeping on. But you hurt me and you should know that. I thought it was a really solid... Like, a real, that was, like, the least, that was, honestly, at the, that is, like, the bare minimum of the dialogue. And I thought that was actually a really classy way. It was non-incendiary. And it was just like, but you need to accept that you hurt me and your actions hurt me. And that your actions hurt people. Yeah. I thought it was a fucking classy move. Michael Hulick said some bullshit. He's like, I don't care if you have a dick or a penis or, you, or, or, or a vagina or a cunt or you think you're a fox. You can do whatever! And I'm like, oh my god, dude, really? You are a fox? Yeah, well, well, see, said. No, well, that's That's part of the thing I get... That
2: I mean, this is part of what tri- tri- uh, uh, trips me up with trans people, is because trans people... I've, I've seen trans people like make fun of other kin, even though... You've you seen straight say, people make fun of other kin, Bill? Well, yeah, that, that too. But then I'm like, well, if it's all a matter of... It, perception... It's just... Uh, it's, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm not going to get into that here. But I can like,
1: understand that, but... But
2: why is suddenly Fox more, like...
1: But my point more is More objectionable
2: is that... than thinking that you're a woman if you're a man... Or knowing that you're... That's what I'm saying. It's just like... Yeah, that, this is the part where I start to lose grip, which, which does not it does not have bearing on this particular conversation.
1: I can understand. I get where you're coming from from that. Yeah. But my point is, is that the person who... The trans person who makes fun of other kin is not speaking for other, all trans Oh, people. no, no, no. Say
2: no, no, That's... What, yeah. That, but, that, but that's been some of my personal experience, too, where yeah. I'm like... There's yeah, there's a whole thing going. There's dynamics here which I can't fathom, which I'm not trying to judge exactly. This is why I'm kind of like it's as a straight like... white guy, and also as a straight white guy, they don't. I I shouldn't worry about it that much because it's not like it's not like anyone needs my yay or nay about however the hell they live their life as long as I'm accepting and try to help facilitate whatever they're trying to do. That's yeah. fine. But yeah, it's it's not like yeah, they. Should... It's. They shouldn't you just, have to worry about me, so I shouldn't have to worry about you them. You just
1: have to speak with empathy and kindness yeah. at all times. and But yeah, Mike Krahulik. Let them let, I, let but live, then, when, Especially
2: if you're a straight white guy. you ha- More than anyone else. But you it's have just to like, take a hands-off approach to this shit
1: and be like, Sophie even Prell, if you don't understand it, just... Uh. Sophie Prell reached out to her friend and I tried to show her friend Your shampoo's the best. That, that his actions had consequences, and he published it. And Sophie let him publish it.
2: Is she still working? But here?
1: no. But it totally felt like I'm not racist because I have a black friend. Yeah.
2: Which, 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 which me talking about the 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 trans people making fun of other kin is like yeah, totally like me saying well black people make fun of Mexicans, so I can yeah. make yeah
1: ah. Fuck. So inflammation. Oh. Hey bitches, life's short and shitty. Be kind. Just Be watch, kind. Everybody. Just hang out. And watch Star Trek. We. It's cool. We are a small God culture damn. that is not always inclined to kindness to non-white street people. This is one thing with me being a straight
2: white guy trying to trying to navigate the seas of other people's yeah. upbringings and yeah. perceptions of themselves and, and whatnot. That's one nice thing growing up with Star Trek. Really gives you at least a good... Li- I mean, yeah. Star Trek is fucking corny as balls, stupidly no, written. No, but... Co- no, 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 no. But at least but a, the, from a moral yeah. compass point of view, oh, dealing yeah. with other people from quote unquote other cultures, even though yeah. we're all just human beings, yeah. this does give you kind of like what would Picard do in this situation you yeah. know he would just hang back and let shit be what it is and yeah, let people that's make their own decisions yeah not judge people yeah and not fucking be like uh Picard never got on Twitter and was like yeah you know those fucking Romulans <laughs> oh, those pieces of this shit well um yeah yeah so
1: so yeah there we go I talked about it <sighs> <sighs> okay
2: yeah Except that's gonna better. be a longer segment than our last of us talk yeah actually all
1: right friends speaking of we're gonna take a little break come back Share some last of his feelings.
2: Sell hardcore drugs. So,
1: friends, I'm gonna say this: <laughs> if you have any inclination to ever play Last of Us, and you should because it's a really good game, do not listen. I would to imagine us.
2: most people have started by now, because if you own a PlayStation 3,
1: dude, never assume. I'm just saying: if you are gonna play Last of Us, drugs. it is a game that is—it behooves you to go into knowing nothing That's about. Sell so hardcore The drugs. less you know, the better. Yeah. There's a lot of great moments in the game that are told would be ruined. A friend of mine who who loves his PS3 was like, you know what? He, he's really broke. He has no money to buy games, so he's really very careful about buying games that he thinks he'll get his money back from. Yeah. So like he bought State of Decay and he's loving it because there's a lot of, you know, minute per dollar. What value. Hell is State,
2: of, State of Decay.
1: State of Decay is the Xbox three the Xbox three sixty game that's apparently like it's a zombie open world game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's really good. Anyway. Sorry, so, I'm gonna open
2: this box of chicken and a biscuit.
1: He said he call he goes he goes to full and he goes, Well, you know, I watched the opening cinematic and the closing cinematic of last of us and uh. i don't get what the big deal is there's no context i know and he's like it doesn't seem like that big a deal yeah spoilers I'm like, okay this is a point you. of return
2: spoilers for last of us what's the opening cinematic the is opening- it just chicky is it she she's falling asleep and joel carries her to bed right yeah and then the last one is just joel going hey ellie uh, whatever you're saying, I'm tuning it out, yeah, whatever you say, yeah, and then Smash yeah. Cut do Last of Us. <laughs>
1: the credits! yeah. Like, and he's like, I don't see what the big deal is, and he's, he's like, so I'm not gonna play oh it. And I'm God. so mad at him, because now, even if he does, if you watch the closing cinematic of Last of Us, fuck you, you have literally. We should l- start from the, end, from the ending and at the beginning. Where are it's, you
2: kidding me? No, just the bag is crispy. The, the, the and chips you, are you're you getting crackers at your fucking crispy <laughs> I like the lick the 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 chicken uh, a on off the chicken in a biscuit. I went
1: back and I listened to the first I'm just episode thinking, of exactly, the Boy Honey Podcast. you are gonna have a lot to
2: say, and so you, I, while you're monologuing, I'm gonna turn off my mic and go.
1: I was listening to the first episode <laughs> of the Boy Honey Podcast. I forgot you got is it, caramels. The yeah. first fucking episode, <laughs> and thus set the tone. So no we have the, the crispy wrapper, but then podcast. you have us going, mm, and then you caramel. can't fucking mm-hmm, speak because mm-hmm, it's caramel. Mm-hmm. caramel yeah, no. So everyone
2: f- i am surprised so
1: many people are flipping out about the ending of this game. It was great because it's not really it much. Mo- t- but that was what it was. It was a total inversion of your standard hero narrative in video games.
2: Because yes. the whole
1: game, you're playing The Last of Us, and they set up all these cues, like here's the big goodbye moment, and the ho- you're an old man protecting this young woman, like in your basic hero narrative in video games, and much less in any media. He sacrifices himself. That's how that's is it how a this good story ending? goes.
2: Is it a good ending or is it just a unique ending for video games because of Buck's expectations? I thought
1: it was a fucking ending. I'm not arguing that it's a bad ending or anything. I but. thought The Last of Us had one of the most compelling and clever narratives in a video game I played. You still in haven't a long time. seen No
2: Country for Old Men, right? Because this uh, is the no country of old men. Because
1: no country of old men. I like how you said this. The title it, it's no country for old men. Bill. Yes,
2: What is what is no I country of
1: old men? <laughs> <laughs> no country where old men poop. <laughs> no. So you you haven't seen you have read the book or read them,
2: seen the movie or no. anything. No country for old men ends with there's all kinds of <laughs> people running around doing shit. Uh-huh. And it ends with ten minutes of Tommy Lee Jones recounting this dream he had about his uh, this dream he had about about his dad great this take place in texas so he kind of sounds like joel he's like yeah i had a dream There was some fire yeah and then just smash cuts to black and that's the credits it's almost like this this version the video game version of that where it's just p- two people having conversation they, they make a statement to each other and that's, a- that's... but it, no it's still it's i'm not saying it's like it ends on a cliffhanger or anything like yeah. that but that that is the end of the story there's a little bit a bit, bit of a thematic beat at the end and boom i mean the story is done that's it. The engine is wound down. I just like that
1: this whole game was kind of like this inversion of your hero expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, you open the game playing it like a 10-year-old girl. Yeah. So already- She you're sells not, drugs. They never bring that <laughs> they up don't again. don't bring that up again. There's not the robust drug-trading minigame. There is a funny thing that, like,
2: she says, drugs, I sell hard-card drugs. But that what are Joel and Tess doing at the beginning of the game? Yes! They're, they're selling, selling hard
1: drugs. <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, go ahead. You
1: when you get when you control Joel, you are Tess's sidekick. You're his muscle or her muscle. And well, she's the one teaching you how to do everything. Well, yeah, it makes sense from a gameplay perspective in that this is your tutorial. But and you really are. Just but in her any thug. other game, you'd be showing a rookie the ropes well, just or even something. Like when you're
2: first going through the uh like the underground, we're first seeing how people live. Yeah. Like you go through that little uh that little street ghetto. Yeah. Where like people are, you go walk through the bus and the guy yeah jumps out. and is like, who are you? And he sees that you're with Tess. And yeah. he's. Is he? He's ready to whoop your ass. When he yeah. sees Tess is with you, he backs down. Yeah. And Joel's like, who's that? And he's like, oh, I just an old headache. And he can yeah. oh, Tess is the one in control here. Yes. Tess is Joel's ticket to the world. Yeah. Which, granted, I mean, that kind of makes her the Cortana of this game, where she is kind of, like, leading you on and telling you how to do stuff, except, you know, she's actually Except real life.
1: that it's really, like, in, in terms of their relationship- it's it's really that you are her second banana. The funny thing, I was like, are they romantically linked? They implied that they had some sort of romantic some understanding. So kind of like, I, li- Whatever I love you like it's Yeah, it's just a little bit like... Well, you, see, even that, yeah, you get they the don't impression live together. You get the imp-
2: I know, because she has to unlock the door to get yeah. into his apartment. Yeah. So it's not like... I, I get the impression they're especially Jake and Sully, except they fuck every once in a while when they're really <laughs> bored. Well, well, it's not like romantic, like you're my girlfriend. Jo- well, the, I felt that what, how I read that was Joel is too broken. Joel is just too broken. No, I think he's having a pretty good time. That death of his daughter, <laughs> he got over that pretty quick. I think
1: the whole the whole thing of this game is Joel learning how to love. That's really what it is: learning to open his heart again. He and whatever he and Tess have, they fuck. But they are not romantic. They are partners in every sense. But they are not romantically involved. Puts a bag on her head and says, don't look at me. Don't look at me. But I need to fuck. It's just, like, the whole well, game is, is Joel learning to find something to live for. This is why at the end of the game I did not
2: care for when I was initially playing it. Oh, I loved it. Because I... I, I thought it was, like, some Prince of Persia bullshit. Like, that last Prince of Persia game that came out everyone hated where you undo everything you've been doing in the game just to save the princess.
1: Well, to be fair, that's how Sands of Time ends. But yeah, I just, I,
2: for some reason I just recall more specifically back to like the 2009. Yeah, like oh uh, sure. That was not, 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 not the Prince of Persia game that came out with the movie, but the last one no, I know, one that no, was the, all...
1: the, the watercolor-y yeah, one. Yeah,
2: and yeah, everyone was upset about that.
1: And I was doing the same thing where I was like, at the end, when you choose to like,
2: essentially sacrifice humanity to go rec- rescue yeah. Mary,
1: I'm like, really? Dude.
2: This is what we're doing?
1: Joel, see, Joel I don't think Joel's is not a hero. Through. He is, though. He's not a hero. Tess sums it up where she says, we're shitty people, Joel. Yeah. He's not a hero. Tommy, the only moral person oh, I know that now. in this entire game Wait, is Tommy. Tommy. Tommy's Joel's brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tommy... Tom, the reason why Tommy oh, and Joel's Joel, cool. Tom, the reason why Tommy and Joel are no longer together, is that Tommy cannot do bring himself to do the things that Joel does. Yeah. He can't bring himself to steal. Well, I think like they're
2: very light on talking exactly about the things this that Joel's game done. Is
1: all about the spaces in between. Yeah, this game is all about things left unsaid. His relationship with Tess, his relationship with Tommy, even his relationship with Ellie. Naughty Dog is, the best parts of Uncharted were the subtle moments, yeah. the soft moments. Uncharted was all about set pieces. That was like, what you came for with the set pieces, and what you stayed for, well, the reason why people love those games were all the, just little character sketches. Mm-hmm. What I loved about Last of Us is whereas Uncharted, I love Uncharted, but the Uncharted games are spectacle first. And then, you know, characters well, action, just like kind of turn into games. They're yeah. just kind of the putty around all the, the, the structure of the spectacle. Last of Us was really about the narrative and these little character touches to create this sketch of a world. And it was just so subtle and they there were there were a few overwrought dumb video gaming moments like fucking Humvee with a fifty caliber rifle on top of it. And, like, Joel gets a flamethrower. Like, there was some shitty stuff like that. But for the most part, it was all about... It was a game of subtlety. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like, this... the um, Joel is not a hero. Ellie... Which, that's not the first time we've seen that in the game. No, but, but like, it was not... It was it would, like, Neither was he a villain, you know? It wasn't
2: like he was Kratos just fucking killing. Well people. that I was about to like, say Kratos specifically. He yeah.
1: wasn't necessarily an anti-hero either. No, he's just, just
2: a dude who's trying to survive.
1: He's just a man who... Well, he's also
2: somebody who doesn't know why he's trying to survive. He doesn't know what he's surviving he be, for. Yeah, exactly. Without yeah. his daughter, he's still, like, 20 years on. He still doesn't know he's, why he's He has no rudder. He's, he's just on autopilot. Tommy! Which, actually, he's, like, at the end of the game. That's kind of what he's doing because... All he knows is that Ellie has saved his life. Ellie's become—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a little bit easy just to say, "Well, Ellie's become his his surrogate daughter." It's a little bit too much of an easy explanation. That's too pat. Uh, Ellie has shown him something in himself that he thought was dead. Yeah. And I
1: think also boils
2: down to the fact that she really—everything else aside—she saved his life. Yeah. Going into that ending. Yeah. And I think everything else aside, he's like, "Fuck it, she saved my life. I'm going to save." Yeah. her Like everything else falls away, and it's just yeah. like, like the fact that like Ellie didn't let go of him so he's not gonna let go of her yeah that and that in in this kind of world that's how you have to survive even aside from his own emotional turmoil and damage and stuff there's also just yeah one hand washes the other
1: the two games the game that everyone is quick to compare this to is bioshock infinite
2: how so um
1: troy baker a werewolf voices the protagonist both yes Werewolf. um b oh you haven't seen the
2: the 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 making of documentary but i saw your tweet yeah
1: uh it's, uh... That guy is a
2: walking deviant art character.
1: He looks like. What's well, funny is that he look. I always my joke is always that he looks like a Final Fantasy character. But a friend of mine actually sent me a picture of him in particular where he looks. I realized he looks like Basil Baker Street, the Sherlock Holmes. He's got weird little eyes. I'm like... gonna. I'll send you the picture, Bill, and you can put that on the cover of our of this podcast because that's who he looks like to me. That'll be my He's Godzilla a eyes. guy.
2: No, he might no, be. He might no. usurp uh, a Daniel Mother Craig's Parker. butt meat.
1: So. Um, but oh, there's man. a Troy Baker. It's a it's a narrative heavy game that's about a father daughter relationship and protect mutual protection and blah blah blah. Yeah, that's Troy Baker's blah. thing now. Jesus. But. Whereas I really wanted to like the story in Bioshock Infinite and I enjoyed it and I really wanted to like those characters but it didn't quite work for well, me. The story in
2: Bioshock Infinite is packed into the last 20 minute non-interactive cutscene that you would Even beyond too.
1: that, Booker DeWitt is not enough of a character. He's not. He's still too much of a cipher. Yeah. Joel is very much so a fully formed character. What's interesting is that I feel like it's, it's kind of easy to make the comparison. Well, Joel's kind so. of a cipher too. It's just like the reasons for See, him
2: being a cipher are actually part of the story. There's
1: a difference between a cipher and a stoic man that's how I felt You're I felt
2: spelled differently.
1: <laughs> I feel, felt that Joel I know men like Joel my father is a man like Joel he has character he has personality he's mm-hmm. just a quiet um, uh, uh, man with his feelings buried deep below and he's not gonna show them that's the difference, and that's a, its a hard, it's a subtle thing to pull off. Mm-hmm. It is a hard thing to do, but there is a difference between a cipher and a stoic person. Well, I'm not saying a cipher in a bad way, but that's kind of what when—at least when the game starts. When I am later, saying, I, I am using cipher as a hollow, empty character. That's what I'm saying. Well, with I'm, no, no. See, but I'm saying that's I'm saying the as a person. That's, yeah. There's a world of. Difference I, know, for I, know, me. I know, I know, I A cypher is a straw man. It is an empty, shallow <laughs> character that you just uh, you can therefore just easily load whatever feelings into. It is easy to identify with Joel. It is easy to empathize with Joel. Well, but I think that's going to help.
2: I, I, I do think that helps with the, 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 the players his attachment to Joel, though, because yeah. at the beginning of the game, actually for most of the game, he's still kind of a blank slate, and you're still wondering what's going on that, that, that oh, mind of yeah. Although like he's I... a well-drawn-enough character, you do get the impression that there's something going on in his head, and he's not just a collection of bits and bytes that is just kind of a blank slate because the writers were too busy. Like, yeah. You know something's there, though. That That's the difference where it's not just...
1: I felt like he was a well-enough crafted character that... It, this was a kind of a, a, what I enjoyed about this is that usually with shooters and with melee games and fighter games there is the degree of I am playing a game like there is that point where you're like well I'm just killing a bunch of dudes or mm-hmm. I want to go collect this bullshit because I need to collect this bullshit to get an achievement there's the point where it's like the metagame as opposed to the game and a character and being a character in a moment I never had that in this game all throughout this game, I felt like I was Joel. Every, like, the the design, the level design and everything, and the combat, I felt very connected. It felt very brutal. It felt very personal. I didn't, fe- and it, a lot of that, I did not like the game at first, as far, from a gameplay perspective. Because the game's hard. It is a difficult game. What difficult did you even play on, Oh, easy.
2: Of course. But yeah. it's still hard. See, I had no problem, like, on normal. It was, it took me seven, about, what, uh, was it 17 hours to beat it? And but mm-hmm. that was me like searching nook and cranny, But sure. I never really had any hard parts in the game. Though.
1: I found it to be a difficult game to play because Joel is not a steady shot. Um, you're you're very restricted ammo.
2: Yeah. Um, you know. See, I did a lot of punching.
1: Yeah, I did too. I mostly did melee because yeah. it's just really I wanted. To, which is sad, funny because
2: by the end of the game, I had a whole,
1: whole, whole ammo, that I barely yeah. used. All exactly. This, yeah, exactly yeah.
2: I had like fifteen shivs.
1: But and I liked doing a stealth. This it was really a game where I really want if I died rather than fight like or excuse me if i got into a combat scenario i would reload from another save and try to figure out how to stealth my way into through as much of it but i felt i felt very connected to that character throughout the game i felt i just i don't know i think it was one of the most successful character sketches i've ever seen in a game And on top of that the the mechanics of the game were i mean the the graphics and everything were so beautiful the performances they captured were so subtle like the scene where you are ellie and you meet david and she's negotiating with them. Mm-hmm. The emotions in her eyes, the way the the way they layered in the emotions in those characters. Did you see me talking Fucking to amazing. Naughty Dog's lead
2: character animator on Twitter about that? Yeah. About how uh, well they they up they'll mocap uh, basic body movements, yeah. but the face stuff mm-hmm. they will key from. They'll you know they'll 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 take video fo- uh, footage from those performances, but the keys the face stuff is not motion capture. Right. It's still hand animated. They, it's all hand animated. And you know, it's still exaggerated enough that yeah. it's not in the uncanny valley where it's it's it's, yeah. it's as, as limp as some motion captured facial stuff can be, especially yeah. with the limited stuff you can do with the with with like a live render PlayStation character. But yeah, no, it's just I can't lay like, the acting in this game. Just as far as phenomenal the physical acting is fantastic, it's a phenomenal. great blend of the motion captured body stuff with some sweet hand hand animated body stuff along with all that. Like yeah, the it's it, it really is. I, I told him that. I made the analogy of, whereas some studios lean too much on the motion capture, it's essentially the video game equivalent of rotoscoping. Yeah. This is the, the, more like what Disney does, where they will take uh, video footage of somebody and then use it as a reference for the animators. Right. Like, they'll they'll take something, they'll take real life and just sweeten it and twist it and kind of make make it a more heightened version of reality. Yeah. That's what the animation in The Last of Us essentially is. Yeah.
1: This is one of my most perfect video games
2: of all time. You think so? I really... I see. It had flaws. I had, saw, floss, had a good time with
1: it. But it's... It, it had flaws. I it still flossed. thought you know, as, as a game, it
2: was still... There's something about just as far as like the mechanics was just a little bit... I. Maybe it was it's maybe still more sophisticated game. crafting or oh you can totally even the fighting.
1: Well, I my, the joke I made to Foley was that Well, Uncharted 3 was just a tech demo for Last of Us. Yeah. And it's not wrong. All the horse stuff. I
2: don't you know. know all, the all the horse stuff, stuff I was like, "Oh man, this is
1: totally like almost like they justify
2: like yeah, yeah, yeah." It was yeah. cuz
1: Uncharted 3 was a tech demo for Last of Us. Um it really was. It's all horse but stuff. yeah, I mean it was just like, "Fuck, man, poor Callus When they shot Callus like he bitches Oh, and I like
2: there's a moment of Ellie being like, I even aside from the fact that that's her transportation and stuff, there is kind of like a little bit like, oh shit, the horse is dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just even you like, were talking about the uh, Last of Us being in the game about the the the, the mist stuff. Like mm-hmm. I even love editorially in some of the cutscenes, it'll just be a quick smash cut yeah. from one moment to the other. They did
1: that almost all Which, the cuts at, in the game are smash cuts. At,
2: at, I at, at loved first, that it's it's kind of done as a joke when Ellie and Joel are driving to Pittsburgh, and yeah. Ellie's been like,
1: "Oh, I'm not, I'm not tired. I'm gonna stay up,"
2: and just smash cut. She's like out, and he's driving.
1: Yeah, and you know that's like even cute, the but death animations were death or cu- smash cuts. Really? How so? Well, I mean, when you die, it's not like fade out. You died. It's like you'll be attacked, and like right before something really gruesome oh, happens, yeah, yeah. smash it's just, cut yeah, just, yeah, to black.
2: That's a gruesome desk oh the, the, everyone's always going for your neck the yeah. giblets in your neck yeah um
1: i yeah man i don't know i i have trouble i have trouble talking about last of us because it meant so much i enjoyed that game so much i liked that you go through so much of the game before meeting another straight white dude like who, you who meet, is that character
2: because you meet robert the guy that you're trying to
1: well even him he's not white is he? What was he? He's like, a, he's a, I can't remember if he was Hispanic or Asian. He was not white. Oh, that's one of the, that's one of the best moments of the game too. Like, uh. It's not until you meet, I'm pretty sure it's, it's not one of the first times you
2: really know it's going to be a uh, pretty cool game too, especially because when you first meet the, like, Robert's head bodyguard, it's a black guy being flanked by two white guys, mm-hmm. and they come out and, and they, they start screaming at you and Tess, but oh, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Get the fuck out of here. I'll, we'll blow you away. And Tess just says, ah, oh, fuck you, and just sh- shoots yeah. the lead guy, yeah. and it's your first gun battle in the game. Essentially, it's your gun tutorial, yeah. showing you how to, like, just, you can stealth around boxes and stuff, and take these two guys out, and they're very stupid, mm. but you do that very instant But I of the fact that, like, it's, it's Tess being the badass in yes. that moment, too. Yeah, she is so like, it was easy for Joel to be like, yeah, fuck you. Joel's the one hiding behind the box. Well, yeah. She's just, and that's not even, like, done up, like, a big, brave moment. Like no. She's like, yeah, fuck
1: you. I like she's that her like, sacrifice is off screen. Like when she's like, "I'm gonna take out these guys. You go ahead. You don't see it. Yeah. Like you see her body afterwards, but yeah. you don't see it. This fucking game, man. Marlene, who is abstractly the villain of the game, she's like she. They make a she makes a chicken shit choice in that she doesn't let Ellie choose. Yeah. But even then, Although she's I can see like from
2: her perspective. If whatever well, you gotta my, do to change, uh, save the human race. My
1: whole thing is that ultimately they are a extremist military organization. These guys are military extremists. They are. Um, The good guys, Tommy... Not the people who are trying to... They're, yes, they're trying to restore the government, but they're doing it through violent action. He should, and action, terrorism. To, uh, get the
2: lights back on. Well,
1: yeah, Tommy's actually trying to rebuild, whereas the Fireflies are trying to... She seems to be the only person in the whole universe that's actually doing a decent job of it, I too. Know. Well, what I liked is that... Well, I, I like David, actually. I'll get to that in a second. Well, also, but even, Tommy, he's not even the leader of the community.
2: It's another no. woman.
1: Yeah. That's kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Yes! See this fucking game, man! Yeah. So, uh, no, but I liked that... Maybe Marlene, she has a relationship with Ellie, and she... Like, they show that she struggled, and kind of her compromise is that she doesn't kill Joel. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can't find well, myself. Yeah, you find that, that, that tape recorder. That tape recorder, yeah. and she's like, man, it was hard. I'm glad and... there's only,
2: like, two tape recorders you find on the whole game, so I know, doesn't see, that was another thing. thing. That not thing I were... and they made sense in if, the game. I like, I like the fact that if you're going to find collectibles in the environment, like Uncharted, yeah. it's going to be... Little bits of paper. You know, like things you can read, which, yeah. is, which is a little bit nicer of a world-building thing than Bioshock, which you're just always just finding goddamn tape recorders all over yeah. the place, especially in 19th World, which is especially just ridiculous, but... Yeah. Um,
1: but no, so even, so yeah, so Marlene, even though she, she, they're not, when, when Joel kills Marlene, it is not a hero killing a villain. No. It is a bad man killing a. Well, that's why they show it in flashback too, like right before he tells
2: her. Like, I just even, like, love how that's constructed, because that yeah. that's not really... Even what is technically the climax <sighs> of the action, yeah. it's not even put in, in its place where it's the climax. Yeah. The climax is total subversion. It's, 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 it's just shown as a quick flashback And you after. don't get to do
1: it. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, pull right trigger to shoot Marlene. Yeah. But even David. David is the most cartoonishly evil character in the whole game. He's the but guy who I thought was voiced by one of the South Park guys. <laughs> no, it's Nolan North.
2: Me. Yeah, which I didn't realize. Yeah. And if you watch the documentary, he talks about Nolan North is... He gets brought in by the Naughty Dog guys, and the Naughty Dog guys are like, "Well, we want you to do something. You're 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 part of the family. You have to be part of this game." Yeah, and they're like, "Well, we're thinking about you playing this guy," and they showed him a picture, and he's like, "Well, I guess he's not going to sound like Drake, Nathan Drake." Yeah. Also, you do want you don't want another. It's obvious if I yeah. show up sound like Nathan Drake, yeah. it's gonna be distracting. So he was like, Oh, maybe I'll just put on like a child molester voice. And yeah. he's like, uh, uh Yeah. And now he said, like, Well, that's pretty much it. They
1: start recording oh. that day, and he's like, yep.
2: Hello, Ellie, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I like that and David... it looks like the dad from Family Ties. Too. <laughs> he does, actually. That's a good point. Jesus. That's actually a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. But David David is the most cartoonishly evil character in the game. You think he's gonna be I was well, they kind of set him up that he's gonna be a good well, this guy. Is the other thing that throws me off of the game. There are three different points points in the game. Well, I thought it was gonna be the end of the game. Yeah, because I thought, and not in a Spielbergian sure they... way either, but like in a genuine yeah.
2: Well, yeah, because I thought well, the first ending I thought was gonna be the ending is if it was when you're at the. Uh... The zoo, not the zoo. You're at the hospital. Yeah. that you think is gonna save her. Yeah, the first
1: place you think the fireflies are.
2: And uh, Joel gets fucked up. He get you know he gets the rebar through the belly. Yeah. I thought that was gonna be the end of the game, and you just yeah. gonna it was gonna be you over Ellie over his grave and saying. Now I am the last of us. Yeah. And that was be, and I was like, no, that keeps on going, and you have the whole hunting in the snow. Oh so that, was, so good. that was a great change of pace after so seeing good. so much ruined stuff. Actually hunting in the wild. Yeah, was Like a little tiny little open world stuff. And I really loved
1: it when you're Ellie and you open up your inventory, you have her inventory. Yeah. And she makes all these little comments better Oh shit, this game She's got she's baby little things. Joel. The little yeah. things in this fucking game. Um Oh
2: man. But then yeah, but then there's the whole fight you eventually end up getting in a fight with with David at the steakhouse, that was great. I thought that, I that, thought that was going to be the ending, and no, that and keeps then, on going. Oh
1: man, that was such a greatly handled scene. You know, as I was playing this, I'm like, you know, the people who are working on Tomb Raider are just playing this game I'm like, fuck,
0: because that whole so. thing
1: they managed to fit in everything, whole Survivor is born sort of thing, and dealing with the hint of having a woman who is the uh, victim of violence and. Kidnapped and uh, just of the slightest veneer of, of a sexual predatorial thing. And then I like her, that that was really brief though. It and was even so. Then you could, it was the softest touch, and that was all. Well, he it's,
2: needed. it's simply the fact that he physically. Yeah. He he pins he her physically down. He Overpowers her, and th- it's, and then it's, she it's,
1: fucking loses. It's really it
2: on nothing him. that he does, but it's just the context. Yeah. It's not like he even makes it a double it or anything hand. like that. and it's the suggestion that he was originally originally just saving her to eat her.
1: Yeah, well, dude, what they originally imply is that they talk, well, see, okay, this is where I was getting with David, so David is a pretty cartoonish villain, but even then, it's like, the implication is like, well, he's just some sort of creepy religious extremist, because he, like, he cautions her on her language. Yeah. You know, it's like that he's some sort of creepy religious dude. Like but then a... you hear you hear other people, like the people that you as Joel They're are brutally you, yeah. murdering. They're like, "Okay, David's gone too far. It's bad enough with his women. This is a group of cannibals." Yeah. But I like the, what Joel. I'm, okay, I'm jumping back and forth. But what David when I mean, he first meets you, and and she and he says we have women and children back at the camp are just trying to feed, and she says I do too because she doesn't fucking believe him, and so she's mm-hmm, lying yeah. too. He does have women and children back there. They are a community of cannibals, though. And but they're a they're a democracy, and they're talking about how David's gone too far. First with his women, and now this. We're gonna have to call, gathering and and um, outvote him.
2: I'm assuming the DLC might be about those guys because there's obviously it some kind be. of community or something. There's some politics going in there that they don't yeah. go anywhere near talking about. But there's obviously some. There's more meat on the bones. Of well, it's that the particular... same thing with the
1: Fireflies. Yeah, and but the with Fireflies hurt. are less
2: interesting because we've always seen like the rebel. Even Marlene, the leader of the Fireflies, she's uh, yeah. even voiced by the same lady who uh, who leads the rebellion in the Half Life games. Oh yeah, and this game, uh, even from the the destroyed utopia and stuff, is very much Half Lifey. It's funny. I'm sure they cast her as a little bit almost kind of a quasi commentary in her role. Uh, the, again, another one of the best female characters in gaming, uh, uh, Alex Vance, the character she plays in the Half Life. Oh, is it's that funny, her? That's a little yeah. bit of a twist on that. Yeah, and.
1: Uh, It's fucking, it's just such a fucking soft hand. I love this game. And like the, I mean, there was nothing, there was nothing. Did you think David was chopping up Joel for a second when you see that he's chopping up a torso? And
2: I thought maybe he found her and he like, he had gotten his hands on Joel. I did
1: think, I did think when you cut in your Ellie, I did think they pulled an Ellie Noir and they switched protagonists on us. I, there was a moment where I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, you don't know if, Joel he's, if he's alive so you don't know if he's, until you yeah. get back. And like,
2: well, even like you find out, like, well, she is like trying to get medicine for Joel, but you still don't. There's no guarantee that by the time she gets back, Joel's even going to be yeah. alive. Yeah. Although she does Shit. shoot him up with magic penicillin, which does seem to well, bring him half back to life
1: long enough for him to blow everyone up. Well, dude, even then he's fucked up. He's not doing so great. I know. I loved this game. I don't know. Maybe it was that I was so into the game that my that I was genuinely, I couldn't help but play the game in the role of Joel. Like, in those Yeah, things. you're talking about Joel, but no Ellie. That's kind of funny. Well, I mean.
2: What about Sam and Henry? Oh, man, Sam and Henry. I'm glad that they had a good good little ending. I, uh,
1: when I was playing this game, I talked to my friend Conley, friend of the podcast, Conley Smith, and uh, she was a couple hours ahead of me, and we ta- I started talking to her right before we start, we met uh, Sam and Henry, mm-hmm. and I was telling her. She was talking to me about how The Last of Us really got her right between the eyes, because she, had, her, she and her relationship with her father is such that she's really sensitive to father-daughter stories. They just take her out at the knees. And I was telling her, it's like, yeah, well, you know, my sister's having a hard time right now, and I'm really sibling stories get me. Like oh, no. that's what gets me. And she just looks at me and she goes, "You should probably take a little break. Maybe take a little break before you play this game anymore." <laughs> I'm like, "You son of a." And I assumed it was going to be something with Tommy. because yeah. like, I mean, At that point, you're like, they talk about Tommy, like, oh, Tommy was with the Fireflies. I'm like, oh, man, this Tommy, is Tommy, like, left in form, something more extremist or whatever. And, like, I was, I, so I was, as soon as those brothers showed up, I'm like, who, which, let me guess, one turns to the zombie and attacks the other one, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, one man. one has to put the
2: other down or something but, like man, that. But, yeah.
1: the, man, the, the, the level design in this game. Uh, I did
2: like uh, the conversation between Ellie and Joel about souls. When, yeah. when Sam knows that he's infected, which yeah. like you can see that that he's kind of just been hurt because they just got attacked right before that yeah. that 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 scene and stuff. But I do like you know like the,
1: it's a little all like the it's subtle like a little, little things, kid. dude. Yeah, that's a pretty it's
2: a pretty deep conversation of the kid. It sucks yeah. that have, yeah. well, man, when 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 you know Henry's gonna blow his brains out, but there's nothing he can do. Yeah, it's funny because if this true. were The Walking Dead, it would be a whole conversation of you trying to talk uh henry out of shooting himself well it was interesting i love how quickly that happens and it's just very matter of fact yeah exactly which again it's very cinematic
1: yeah these two like so that was the other game oh that's the other funny thing
2: with this if this i still say though if this this game were a movie it would just be a very good movie but i don't think it would necessarily it's 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 funny that this game is so good just because it's 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 aspires
1: to essentially be children of men Children's is a great movie. This is the thing that I hate about you, Bill. What? If any story at all, ever, is reminiscent of any other story, it is somehow lesser than. Because, oh, no, well, this is like Children's If
2: this were a book, it would be a pretty good book. Or if this were a movie, it'd be a pretty good movie. But it's not like the story... D- d- From an objective point of view, this I... is a great story for games. In terms of all media... This is not that interesting of a story. It's a dude in a zombie apocalypse. Maybe
1: this again. Maybe this is the whole thing. You love Stephen King because he tells good stories. I just care about a story told well. Yeah. You don't have to be first. You don't have to be
2: like well, especially this game. They they obviously very specifically. This is not me just projecting. Oh, I think, I think. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's, no. It's, it's, the story is Children of Men, where it's a uh, father who's lost his child, who uh, in, in, ends up becoming. Uh, the adoptive father for this girl who's the last, uh, savior of humankind. Yeah. And he's got to get her to this, to this, uh, splinter rebel group yes, that's Bill. being persecuted. Neil
1: Druckmann watched Children of Men was like, I'm going to make that one in a video game. I think those are just the really obvious tropes that you do if you're telling that kind of story Well, especially too. the original
2: version of the game didn't even have any zombies in it. It was originally just an infection that had already wiped out everybody. Yeah. And so it was all just like, versus other people, just like Children of Men. So it's you just fighting with the, the drugs of society. Would even even been more Children of Menish if there were no zombie stuff. It was just you, just
1: yeah. yeah. I just think it was a, a story. I think that's part of the reason why I think
2: it's a good game, but not necessarily a great game. Because I didn't i I thought the I thought Joel and Ellie and their interaction and stuff with this character, but I think everything outside of Joel and Ellie was just kind of pat. I didn't think it was that interesting. I
1: disagree entirely. I yeah. think this was a game. I what I really enjoy about games are where the gameplay and the narrative and the characters dovetail together. Yeah. I think that this was an example of a game that do, did that really really well that served all of them really really well and made me play a game in a way that i would not otherwise because it served the narrative to do that way i am a run and gun kind of person i am a run and guns blazing sort of person and this game made me See, play differently i think i'm secretly butthurt just because
2: part of it takes place in pittsburgh but it's not very particularly uh, pittsburgh and also for the first like 20 like like half hour of the game i was thrown for a loop because the first time you walk out of a building as joel uh, you go see some street line street signs, and it says, "Uh, Fort Cane Bridge this way," "Uh, Pittsburgh Arena that way." I'm like, "Okay, this is Pittsburgh," mm-hmm. and no, it's not Pittsburgh. It's fucking Boston. They just they just re- like they try to recycle some assets they use later on in Pittsburgh in mm-hmm. Boston, but it's the first thing you see, and so I spent like the whole first look going like, "I guess this is Pittsburgh." Nothing here. Seen- Wait, there's a wharf. A little worse in Pittsburgh. What the hell's going on? And so like, like like me being from Pittsburgh, I was really thrown for a loop for the first yeah because like I wasn't really that. I mean, I could appreciate the story, but like part of my attention was kind of drawn by like what the hell's going on here. And I finally do, and I finally do end up in Pittsburgh and actually get to see that texture yeah. where it's supposed yeah. to be. But it's funny that the, like they couldn't bother to create like a, a Boston bother. specific. Because like the rest of the game, like especially environments are so immaculate and so awesome. Although I was talking with Maxwell Motley, we were speaking about the game, and uh, she was complaining about how uh, the game doesn't have anti anti aliasing, and so like, this is the thing with a lot of PlayStation games. But like everything that's on an angle has little zigzags in it. I didn't
1: know that. The, I'm usually really sensitive to like, that. If, like
2: if you cut kind of, like once it's pointed out to you, it's hard to ignore. Not to say so something the game suddenly looks bad. But it's funny that it creates a very distinct, harsh look, which
1: fits this game well. See, I thought but, that was almost like a conscious decision. I yeah. felt that there was like I mean, Uncharted games were like that too. I think it was like the I, I maybe it didn't bother me because I felt like this game was a, a stylized realism. They didn't yeah. necessarily go for realism. Yeah. and not as super. Stylized well, also, realism. once you start
2: throwing anti-aliasing everywhere, it takes away rendering power.
1: I thought this and was a so you, beautiful you, you, you game, need more if, a fucking phenomenal game, a game that frustrated me, and then I felt like the frustrating frustration made sense and was earned. Yeah. And then I don't know, I I I is great. But so
2: there's a scene where you walk out of it, like where you're walking past this giant office building, and yeah, I'm looking, I'm going to that, looking at the office building, I'm like oh, what? Are, I don't even re- remember that office building. I had to Google it online, and found out. Yeah, I spent a whole summer working there in 1999, <laughs> working in a bank vault sorting mail. No, probably for, for a moment, I thought it was a building they made up for the game. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it does exist. They're a block <laughs> away from where I had lunch every year for uh, every yeah. afternoon for a whole summer. But
1: yeah, in Pittsburgh, I a little bummed. Whatever. it's, it's, it's guess what, it's... Texas doesn't look like what the opening looked oh, like either. I know, Welcome to
2: any piece Why of Why did they not media? have a ranch house?
1: They had a house with two stories. What's up with that? Oh, did you see when the Have game actually takes place,
2: when the infection actually strikes? That's yeah,
1: 2013.
2: Yeah, September 26th, uh, 2013. Yeah. That's the, the the date on the newspaper in the, yeah. in the yeah, bathroom at the beginning.
1: Yeah. I was really hoping that one of the newspapers would make some sort of allusion to Uncharted because the pub in Uncharted 3, yeah. there's a newspaper about the infection. Focus attack. Yeah. yeah, I remember when Uncharted 3 came out that Foley and I looked at that, that thing and they had just they had started talking about the fact that there was another game coming out but they hadn't said anything about it. Yeah. I remember it's Foley and I specific, talking about... Yeah. I know, I was like, oh man, I wonder if this is a clue for whatever it is. <laughs> game is, which makes me really, which then really happy. Which still means the Uncharted team is
2: out there still doing something. They're working well, on Uncharted. 4. We'll hear about it. At, we'll hear about it. It's gonna be a PlayStation Four um, title. Are you
1: kidding? That's half the reason. Well, let's why talk I... about
2: what is undisputedly the worst part of the game. Was Ellie talking about how the the, the doctors at the lab most of them turned into monkeys? That's why you see monkeys at the lab all over the place. And what is truly the worst part of the game is the giraffes. I hate that part. Why is this? Why are you trying to make things pretty? Any
1: game that has three pet animal prompts gets it in my book. Did you try to sneak up on the giraffe and snap its neck
2: (laughs) like I did? I was like, why is this stuff Uh, not working? I I I totally love the learned or uncharted lesson where they're like, you know what motherfuckers
1: flipped out over petting a bison? (laughs) Yeah. Fuck you. You're going to pet a dog. You're (laughs) going to pet a horse. You're going to pet a motherfucking giraffe.
2: ass! Yeah, no, when, especially game. when they walk away and there's the whole Vanishing gray scene of the of, of the drafts walking away, going back to the, yeah. the Grey Havens the hang out with Frodo and, and Gandalf. Um, it was pretty, uh, yeah, I, I went upstairs and got lunch and came back down just so I could, like, like enjoy If I'm going to watch yeah. something, you because know,
1: I can't play the game and eat at yeah. the same time.
2: So that, you know, be good I background. sat there
1: for 15 minutes because it felt, it was so, that whole bit was so clearly a goodbye. Yeah, It was so clearly the lingering, it's the emotional the highlight relationship. Of the game. Oh man. And like Ellie is so broken from having that experience with David. Like that whole sequence where Joel is opening up for the first time, Mm. where he's actually clearly has a light heart and a light step. And even his movement is a little different. And even though he's been hurt, he's starting and and she's and, and whereas she Ellie is just. She, there is a physical weight on her. She's not wandering around exploring like she usually does. She'll just kind of Well, stay. there's a scene
2: right before that where you're, you, you find a ladder. And oh, man! And is, you're doing the same thing you've been doing throughout the whole game, but you have yeah. a chance, like, okay, I took like the, the ladder prompt. here. Yeah. You're like, okay, come on, use the ladder. And she's like, ah. and But you have to really kind of, like, I love the fact that they take a gameplay mechanic and kind of yeah. turn into a little bit of a smart character. I be.
1: love when games do that. So yeah. that was especially one of those moments. Because if you moments, know
2: you're gonna if you're going to be doing something half a dozen times in the game, it's a good time to, like, mix it's it up. It's a and I like, smart
1: subversion. Yeah. The the Walking Dead did that, and there's a dialogue you have with um, what's her butt, the veterinarian lady, and uh, during a dialogue prompt, a zombie attacks, yeah. and it feels it's just normal, and it's so unexpected because it's a subversion of a gameplay yeah, exactly, element. Yeah. I think that's so fucking smart when designers do that. More of that, more of that. So I good. wish there, I mean, it, you can't do I it more. I wish they did something with it, with, with, with like, want putting her on the pallet in the trick. water.
2: I always get done with one yeah. less because you do that like four or five times, or like okay. you do it
1: three times. Is it only three? you do it three times? I, I felt not. a, little a lot that. of the complaints. I heard people complaining about that. I have, I know. Oh, is no. one of the funny no. things. is I was very careful because
2: I didn't want to get Ellie wet, so I was very careful about how I swam with her on the pallet. Yeah, because it
1: rocks. But then crazy. I dropped the
2: controller at one point. Yeah. Like I like, so she swung, and I was like, oh, I can really just go crazy. She's not gonna. <laughs> she'll complain, but she's not. See, gonna this is another off. thing. I felt it's funny that, that I was
1: trying to be protective of this video. I didn't want to get admit, her shoes see, wet. That's the thing. I will uh, admit that maybe a lot of my enjoyment of the game. Is that at no point did the game break because I was so delicate with with Ellie? Yeah, like and with I mean, I the saw game, people complain and about the fact the that she's in the invisible.
2: Game. The AI,
1: dude, it would have been bullshit had the AI. No, seen yeah, her. people
2: don't understand. Like, what's the and other, you know other option? You make her the visible? Yeah. Be, oh,
1: yeah,
2: you'd still be playing that game trying to get past all the stealth stuff. If Ellie could, well, it is a little ridiculous that you like you'll be okay. Everyone be very quiet. There's clickers. We have to be as quiet as possible. And I'd be like, oh, Sue. <laughs> i found a can of soup Did, what soup <laughs> or something like that oh would you find the ice cream truck
1: oh so good Jesus. dude that Didn't whole they... suburban scene dude let's like just i really need we need to wrap this up i've got to get out of here so the um the suburban scene was fucking fantastic what good little world building there as you're walking through all that and having those conversations um uh what's his name uh the the guy who was on the boat and he goes, and you find his, you start finding his notes, and he was like, so he was out in a boat when shit was going bad, and when,
2: they, oh, yeah. he ran
1: out of food, so he had to go back to land, and he started living in the sewers, and then he found a family. Oh, that whole in, I wonder if like,
2: that oh, I mean the LC that, could be the story of those guys world actually world
1: building, and then when well, you get out thing. of those sewers, and then you see that on the other side is spray painted on the wall, watch out, infected inside. Oh, I love Fucking that, that. Good. Well, then you shit. find the houses of everyone from yeah. the suburbs that wound yeah.
2: up in the sewers? Yeah. Oh, well, they did. Oh, and you find that guy the lady with the escape. body
1: of the kids that he had to murder. I know, and they didn't suffer on the floor. Fuck, really good environmental storytelling. Is, I'm this assuming
2: game. this is better than Walking Dead for you.
1: I think, even it's, it's not, not really fair to compare, you really can't compare them. Yeah. it's it's pat to do it because it's a father daughter sort of story with zombies. Although, but between
2: this, The Walking Dead, and Bioshock Infinite, in the last six months, video games are already used up. You're the the, the guy protecting the young girl, father, daughter.
1: There is one way this game could have been better. Was Tell the exact same story except it's Tess instead of Joel. I loved Joel. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. But if you had been a mother who lost her daughter and you're, you're, you had had this hard time with your brother, yeah. you could have been that exact same character. Because y- yeah. Tess learns she her, la- her dying breath is hope because there could be a cure. And so she has that whole transformation that it takes the whole game for Joel to have. And I love, by the way, that he's Especially still... Especially because Joel's such a... Like, he's he's such the
2: undergrouper at the beginning. You can't, you're can't you wondering why you're playing as Joel, because Tess is obviously it's the a capable whole one. It's version of Well, the I know, game. yeah, but... But
1: it's like, yeah, the only way this game could have been better is if you were Tess. Yeah. Which I, is
2: funny coming from someone who loves Joel so damn much. I
1: love Joel. Yeah. And I'm, that is not a criticism of Joel or any sort of indictment of Joel the only way this game could have been more badass is by having that stuff well this is, be the that's why shitty. i mean
2: i wish i could go back in time and pay an extra 50 bucks just so the moment they announced the game Mm-hmm. I wish I could go back and never seen any of the media because yeah. if you had started playing this game blind without seeing any of the commercials or any of the the, the the marketing stuff where it's all Ellie and Joel, Ellie and Joel, Ellie and Joel, you would think that the game's going to be about Tess and Joel. Yeah. Because, like, you're also with Tess for the first couple hours of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a couple hours before you actually meet Ellie. And yeah. even then, when Ellie shows up, you're still you're running around as a trio for a couple more hours, enough that you think, okay, well, this game is going to be... At first, you might think, okay, this is me and... Joel opening up to, to Tess and maybe forming a relationship and then Ellie shows up we're like, well, maybe it's going to be a little family relationship. Yeah. And then suddenly Tess goes out and you're like, oh shit, well, it's inevitable that Ellie's going to get wiped out. But, like, it would have been even that more remarkable when you guys stick it out together at the end of the game. It would have been that much yeah. more of a... If he, if you could have gone into this game blind and there's no way you can do it because it's all over the market. Even the cover of the well, box. It's like the
1: more like so many games nowadays, I'm like, I wish I'd just not known anything going into it. Yeah. I'm hopefully, trying I'm trying not hopefully, to. Hopefully
2: like hundred years from now when you can uh, if you can still emulate PlayStation three games or whatever the hell, like somebody will pick this up I'm like Last of Us, that's not interesting. I'll pick it up and like they'll I be wish... like, What the
1: fuck is this? What the fuck is that? I wish I could wipe my brain yeah! and play this game again for the first time. This is this is one of my favorite games of all time. Last thing we'll talk about is that we haven't really talked about dirt too much, but Ellie though. I think was a great, she was the best, one of the best teenage characters I've seen in any media, yeah. much less in a video game.
2: Well, she, she's spunky and smart. I mean, if you make a character funny, that's half of winning the audience over right there. True. Her fucking joke book. Oh, man. God. That's, did you see so the good, good achievement for listening to all the different all of her jokes? Oh, yeah. No, like, I did. I did. I did, dude. But just even that it was except, so good. But like,
1: even when it she's is. she's fucking
2: with Joel in the car about the uh, with, yeah. with Bill's magazines. It is hard to just...
1: write. It is hard to write teenage characters that are that ha- that have kind of a chip on their shoulder and are wounded yeah. and write them in a way that is not hackney and well, not. Well, there's Pat. the extra
2: thing with Ellie too. If you're writing a character who's only known the world of the zombie apocalypse yeah. too, so like her having to oh. have Joel explain, yeah. it. like like w- when when they're in the suburbs and and she ends up. uh, with finding a girl's diary in, in one of the intact bedrooms and she yeah. has a little conversation with joel's like this is really the shit people are worried about and yeah. she's it's, it's it's not really a critique of of how we live as much as it's just, just yeah. she can't understand it, it is, it's just yeah. such a different world it was an amazing
1: in. performance an amazingly written character i just can't speak this game highly enough
2: yeah you gotta watch that documentary because it's especially weird like hearing her um hearing the voices coming out of a different face <laughs> like they didn't get enough Joel, like man when um Tyler Perry, who's the guy who plays Joel? Troy Baker. Like just, just seeing the mocap footage, you can see Joel in his face. Like Mm. maybe it's not the exact same face. Doesn't have the beard. He's not. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, yeah. but like when, especially when Zach control, like it's like you're. Fuck man, that's fucking Joel. Except with her, she's playing Ellie. Like her face looks nothing like it but the oh, voice like yeah. her body movement. She was on, she's kind of pouty?
1: she was on some sitcom when I was a kid. Oh, she was also in the Avengers
2: too, for two yes, seconds. Yeah, she was the waitress. Yeah, which that, what, that's the thing what that I kills I me, what I
1: hear in her voice a little bit is that there was a cartoon show I used to love called Recess. Yeah. And she did this voice, this character named Gretchen who was the nerd. Yeah. The tall nerd, <laughs> and it's so funny.
2: Yeah but it's it's it's
1: Is of... she on growing pains?
2: Well, She now. talks about, like, one of the things that, like, her she had an, eff, uh, she had an effect on uh, Ellie as a character was they were doing one of the one of the first cutscenes where uh, Joel is fighting some guy, and originally mm. it was scripted that Ellie just kind of cowers and is a little like, oh my god, what the hell's no. going on? No, yeah. No, she was like, her voice actress was like, no, I think Ellie would, she's got a knife, she would get in the in the middle of that yeah. shit. And so that actually turned into a gameplay thing yeah. where sometimes you're fighting with a bad yeah. guy, and Ellie would just come up and stab the motherfucker, yeah. and, like, or it's an instant a kill. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I find that, like that's even fantastic. <sighs> Games. and it's just one of my favorite games of all time the fact that she helps in combat too Yeah,
1: and she's and like one of my well, it's favorite games she's of the all voice
2: actors too because she's like playing with this like little fake like foam over knife she has for the mocap yeah. stuff and she's like
1: man little bits like her like whenever when she her idol animation she'll pull out her switchblade and like clean it on her yeah exactly just like shh, 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 and, yeah just like god damn one of my favorite games of all time dude the soundtrack the the design the Snow Beetle Adventure Racing is all I'm saying. I do think it's funny that there were a couple... of This game very consciously subverted the, a lot of the Oh No waist High cover... Here comes like well, you don't stick to cover, so it's a little more organic. And but what's what... funny is that what this game's equivalent of oh, in Uncharted, like whenever you have waist high cover, oh fuck, here comes a battle sequence, and they did a nice oh, job the of the fucking that. Yeah, the... exactly. It's like oh shit, this cut co- this is covered with bottles, even more fucks. than health packs and stuff. Yeah. it's this
2: the fucking bottles. <laughs> well, even like I love the fighting too because the fighting was really organic. It's really like they did a great job with like the fighting work because usually in video games you could like if you could attack more than by more than one or two guys. Yeah, something clicks in the game engine work. Suddenly, everyone else will start to be and and stuff like that. Where's this? Like, if you get attacked by six zombies at once, they yeah. will all dogpile you, yeah. and if you're lucky, you'll be able to squirt out from beneath yeah. them, but every blow they have on you has a physical... Yeah. It feels... Feel, it's... Uh. Net, the fighting feels... It's the most realistic, visceral, just yeah. sloppy... Yeah. It's not empowering, but it's just, like, really sloppy, and you can get overpowered, and it's just kind of like you're throwing haymakers and trying yeah. to get hell, Clear some space for you to get the hell out of there and get some space to turn on maybe shoot somebody or...
1: There are people... Uh, I had read some criticism of the game that they thought that this game would have been perfect had they removed the combat. And I, th- I totally and wholeheartedly disagree with that. I feel like people are like, well, Walking Dead didn't have yeah, much combat. Have video great. game with. Them. Well, no, no, no. Well, Walking Dead did it. But I would argue that this is a game, I felt the violence of this world and the brutality of this world, A, felt real and grounded. It felt, did not feel like fantasy to me. Yeah. I, or it was not like that power fantasy at all because you felt weak and underpowered throughout the game. Or at least I did. Yeah. And B, well, it that's, makes that's sense. the whole thing in the
2: game because in, throughout the whole game, you are at a disadvantage. There's no you're, point in the game where you're really like, yeah.
1: It's twenty years later after the apocalypse, with with um, uh, Clementine and Lee. The apocalypse just happened, and there's a part of them where it's like, they're they're going to use violence as a last resort every time. They're going to mm-hmm. run away. These are survivors who are trying to break their way through things. Like, And these are also the only people who are left. The people who are left behind are going to be, by definition, the scrappy fucking fighters, because no. that's what they have to do to live. I would be curious to see what the game would have been like without
2: zombies. If it had been the original idea that it was just a virus that had wiped out people. It still would have been. Just still would have been a killer. I mean, there would have been stealth stuff, but it I, would just, I would just be curious to see what that game would have been. because yeah. they said. Specific- Specifically, like originally, it was just going to be you, you versus the survivors, and uh, but they also they point out well, the like having a virus be the thing that's like killed everybody and still killing people. You can't shoot a virus. Yeah, they wanted to make it so. Yeah. The, the, they they wanted to make the, uh, the the thing that destroyed the world something that you could actually see, yeah, and oh, sure could, like interact with. Even that that means just putting bullets into it. And I think it makes so it it's more. Interesting a... that, uh, they, they did have a higher goal for like what the, what Destroy the World was going to be. They still wanted up falling back on zombies, but at
1: least it was an interesting
2: idea of fungus zombies. I think zombies. it is
1: way more fucked up that you, you're not just, at the end of the game, you're not just letting a virus continue to kill humanity. You're letting a creeping, like, m- horde of m- the monsters that live in the flesh of your loved ones. Yeah. You are letting that continue and you don't give a and shit. And you lie to a 14-year-old girl
2: person. about everything that's happened in the game.
1: Hey, everybody, this is the Boy and podcast. Because you so
2: broke Okay. we're shitty people
1: yeah. <laughs> as always we're boyhattiepodcast.com we're at boyhattiepodcast on Twitter you can holla at us if you're so inclined if you're so inclined you can rate us on the iTunes let's be honest with the one star that we deserve <laughs> friends will be back next week not talking about Last of Us probably still talking about Animal Crossing as I mentioned if you're inclined join our animal uh, go on to the boyhattie steam group where we're trading friends codes we've hung out with almost everybody uh, who's traded friends codes there it's been pretty cool. Cr- oh, damn have, great do you
2: want to do feedback no I have to go feedback? home I okay. have not eaten We'll do Last of Us Feedback next week
1: I've, I ate 10 hours ago So I'm getting The fuck out of here I'll talk to y'all later
2: oh, okay That's all we got
1: I'm so hungry